Welcome, 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 welcome back to JLD Live. I'm your host with the most kizzy kid, the boss Don himself. And I'm here with a near and dear friend of mine, slash co-host, slash person, slash individual. This is CJ Ruffin, a.k.a. The Real Talent, a.k.a. The Only Reason We Here, a.k.a. The Voices, because you know they want the voices. No, not true. A.k.a. Nobody Came to See You, Otis. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. You have to say that every time you get introduced? Nigga, you want to talk about repetitive? Listen, it's the start of the show. It's the stick. You gotta do something with it. Mm-mm. What you mean? Crazy. You, no, you're crazy. You're crazy. Shout out to our sponsorships. Shout out to Amazon Backstage. Shout out to Spotify. Shout out to Anchor. Shout out to everybody that presses play. Dynasty, what is good? JLD, what is happening? How you been, Cody? I've been chilling. How about you, my brother? I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. Your week's been good, man? Mm-hmm. Want to say cheers to us. Shout out to us for sitting there and keeping consistent. It's only been a week since we recorded. Told you we'd be back, y'all. Has it been months? <laughs> shout out to us. <laughs> oh, shit. Speaking of shout out, shout out to the 9 to 5 niggas. 9 to 5 niggas. Oh, man. Yeah, shout out to y'all. Go ahead and hustle it. Probably at work right now while we're recording this. Speaking of which, aren't you a 9 to 5 nigga, Coley? Proudly. Proudly. Probably. How's that feeling? Proudly. Oh, proudly. Oh, talk about it. What nigga? Talk about your pride. I don't have what nigga. I I get paid. What what the fuck else? See, that's 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 my and that brings me into the, the question. What kind of normal person asks? Tell me what your job, nigga. It's a job. I work there. I get paid. What the fuck else well, you want to know? Nobody knows what you do, Coley. What do you do? What the fuck? What do you do? A nine to five. Don't worry about it. Anything you, else? All right, good. <laughs> all right, good. So you don't want to tell the audience what you do? All right, sounds good. Um, it's nigga, it's legal. Don't worry do about it, everybody. It's nigga, legal. What do you do? Me? I make content for a living. Okay, whatever. I do this. So you do OnlyFans? Nah, not that type of OnlyFans. <laughs> not that type of content. I said not that type of OnlyFans. Not that type of content. <laughs> not, that type of <laughs> not that type of OnlyFans. Actually, you know what? There no. was a time where OnlyFans was used something for other than bitches popping pussy. Yeah, listen. That's, <laughs> that's exactly what OnlyFans was supposed to be for. That's why when they tried to sit there and stop that shit, they got a reality check real quick. They're like, nah, this is the new Pornhub, bro. Stop acting like it's not. Honestly, bro, it'd have been funny if they shut down all the nasty shit on OnlyFans. Bitches, especially fans. They tried. Remember, everybody freaked out for about a week and then they put that shit right back. Because <laughs> they said drop, their base dropped like 60% or some shit like they that. They said, we're not going out like Tumblr. No. <laughs> Tumblr's trying to come back now. Oh, no. But shout out to Tumblr, though. In its glory days, Tumblr was popular. Well, shout out to Tumblr because they made a relief for OnlyFans to come in. <laughs> they definitely did, yo. That's the crazy thing about it. But. Ooh, it's it's wild. it's all good, but like back to this nine to five thing. Yeah, like man. what's the what is the issue with niggas having a nine to five? Like why is a nine to five being looked down on now? You got um Miss Williams to thank thank for that. Who the fuck is Miss Williams? That Ebony K chick. You remember that shit from the thing? Oh when shit! She, yeah, she's talking about wow. like people are on the bus type shit. That's that's what we oh we forgot. To, we were supposed to talk about that last week, but like we forgot. So last week episode, but we time forgot. To get to this shit now. Okay. Talk your shit, man. What's going on? How do you feel about it? Being a 9 to 5, nigga. Do I you... don't feel about it because that's something that somebody I would never really go for in the first place. Do you want to own the bus? I want to pay my bills, thrive, and put some and put something in place better than for the niggas after me. That's about it. I agree. There's nothing, there's nothing wrong with sitting there and creating a legacy. But, you know... I cre- think... I'm sorry. I think the issue no, is now... 
we got too many fake ass entrepreneurs on social media thinking that that's the only way you make money. Man, that's another conversation, bro. Because listen, I am no, so I sick think, of. Personally, I think they're, they're they're the exact same conversation because one is starting to influence how other people look. Think about it. Anybody working a nine to five, which is literally probably like what most of the world. Well, let's let's say if we have to do percentage wise, let's say like eighty, no, ninety two percent. Okay, so cool. With the, other, like, the whole other 90, 90% 8%. of the world works yeah. on 9 to 5, and you eight motherfuckers. And mind you, let's be real. 8% people. Even yeah. at 92% of the world, I guarantee you a good another 20% of them are people who tried to start their own entrepreneurial endeavor, and it didn't work out because it's a very hard thing to do. Yes, facts. Most businesses fail within the first year or two. That's why so many small businesses don't get off the ground and everything like that. Most people who are... And also, it also comes connects to the problem of people thinking... That you're supposed to have success early. Like, so if you're gonna try to be a millionaire off your business, right? Thinking that you're supposed to be a millionaire by the age of like, let's say around our age, like our 30s to like your late 20s or mid 20s and everything like that. Fun fact, everybody, millionaires, most millionaires are not millionaires until they're at least in their mid 40s. The average person is like 45 when they become a millionaire. So therefore, it's going to take a while. It takes time, and they go through like at least two to three companies before they find success. So therefore. Like stop clocking each other, yo. Like 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 clocking and pocket watching and thing, and and those type of like areas is ridiculous. Especially being like when you haven't done anything. You know how many people I like not just I, but like how many times I've seen like people talk about their entrepreneur, their quote unquote boss, and they have no idea what an EIN number is, or like they don't know about the fact that if you're like an independent contractor which a lot of times that you are if you're going to f- be for a business that it has to come from you you have to fit the bill foot the bill and giving health insurance and all that other stuff this boss stuff is not easy and not let's be honest let's keep it real not everybody's built for it most most people aren't built for it but everybody but, they, but, they, but, but we, they're getting influenced to think that everybody's supposed to have that and that everybody's like, doing it and also you got to pay taxes Uncle Sam's gonna want to cut. So if you're making ten grand a year, I mean, if you're making ten grand in a month, Uncle Sam's gonna want at least five of that grand, if not more. Don't be fooled I by mean, people. Like, yo. Come is, on. Like, I think nowadays because social media, people think like, oh, he's supposed to be going on a vacation every couple months. So I'm like, I don't know anybody who's ever like people who really do that. I don't even think successful people do that. Like, I see more people on vacations and girl trips or homie trips. And actually, like, really building a business and shit. So, I'm like, what are y'all really doing? Because they're taking those residuals and going on those trips. Because, like, which is also technically illegal. You can't be doing stuff like that. It's, it's, it's only illegal in the sense of you're not supposed to be taking your funds, like, from your business and using it for personal gain. Um, I think it's called embezzlement. I believe that's called embezzlement. What the fuck you mean? If I work... Wait, okay, okay, I'm sorry. You know, embezzlement is one thing, but, yeah, if I work for the money, it's my money, fine. But money that's then supposed again, to be for a prison. Well, are you talking about like getting loans and shit like that? Or are you talking about like just, you know, your the money you generate, your profit? Like, the money... It's a misappropriation. There we go. That's the right word I'm looking for. Misappropriation had, of funds? Yeah, misappropriation of your funds. There we go. That's what the I was looking for. Not embezzlement. But yeah, but either way, same, 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 same factor, same priority there. Like... This money stuff is, like, nothing to play with, man. And, like, listen, Uncle Sam will come for you. Taxes will come for you. You know, that's how they actually got some mobsters back in the day, too. You mean Capone? Capone. Not just Capone. A couple other people, too. Name somebody else that got down with that, because I don't know. Poppy, um, no, Fat Cat. They got Fat Cat through, 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 mur- through murders. The murders came later, but they eventually got him for tax evasion, too. You know? It's, 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 hey, and, that's, and he was a Coons gangster. Gotta be clean on it. 
You know what I mean? You gotta be clean. So, like, being a boss is not all it's cracked up to be, but taking it from someone who is the boss and CEO of this, of this ship, you know, you know, you gotta, you, you're gonna have tests if you're built for it or not. And, uh, this is gonna be something that I'm gonna continue to sit there and say to the blue in the face. Not everybody is built for it, man. But, you know, it is worth it. There's well, pros like, and cons to is, it. Even with the, alright, let's take it, let's walk you back to the bus driver situation, right? Mm-hmm. My thing with that is, like, um, I think, and mind you, this is not for, um, like, just her, but, like, I think, like, especially now, because it was mostly talking about, like, how she was, I think she was phrasing, like, how she can't find a man at her age when she's almost 40. I'm like... Wait, she's almost 40? Or is 40, um... She's too damn old to be talking this about, like, this nonsensical. That's crazy, My bro. thing is, like, I, somebody uh, had a great, somebody had a great quote. Women nowadays, they like to wait at the finish line and pick the winner rather than deciding before the race even starts. Oh, another good quote like that is they said women, men, women, a lot of women are treating men like lottery tickets and everything like that. You're just hoping that you sit there and get a winner, you know, versus like sitting there and building up one, which what, which we can argue is what people in the past used to do. Do you think people in the past did that? Well, I, well, I think personally, because of how nothing matters anymore and people come with their own definitions, I, I want to know what building someone up means to each person before we even talk about having that conversation. That's true. Because my thing is, like, if you're building someone up, like, when I build someone up, I don't, well, I don't believe in building people up. Honestly, I don't. I believe in showing up, giving, op- providing opportunities or something like that. Mm. Because it's never going to be about what I do for you. It's going to be what, you, what about you, what you do for yourself. And I think anybody in a healthy relationship, you're pouring into each other. You're not, nobody's just, no person is taking what the other one's giving and not returning anything back. So let's say um, you're in a relationship and maybe your girl has certain know-how, but your kind, your mentality, your mindset, your approach to that thing could be the thing that helps take her to another level and it elevates both of y'all at the same time. I think that's, that's just, you know, equally yoke matching each other. That's bringing something and somebody else making something better. Whereas you got somebody who like, I know a lot of girls are there and like, let's say, um, a girl has a business or whatever. She might, she's with a guy. A business? Who, yeah. Okay. And she might not be with a guy who necessarily has a business, but he has a work ethic. Right. Now, a lot of times these girls might just be putting these niggas on in positions and giving them money just to say they did something rather than actually, you know, bringing something to that person. Whereas if you're not going to, if you're, if you're just there for long for the ride, it's one thing, but pouring back is a whole different thing because if you have a real partner, they're never going to sit there and take from you and take from you. They're going to keep. They're going to give you back something. It may not be that. It's going to be. It might be something else in another area. Right. So, and my thing with the whole like, if he owns the bus company, I'm like, bitch, how do you think he owns the bus company if he didn't drive a bus? Yeah, like, like nobody starts like out from the gate. Okay, most of the time, people don't start out from the gate owning things. And if they do start out from the gate owning things, a lot of times they run it into the ground because they don't know what it takes to sit there and operate it. Like, people can get rich. Like, in America, you can get rich. It's not easy, but it's possible. But what's harder is keeping, is maintaining getting all that money. And plus, you know, that's why lottery winners went and then crash and burn their money. Because they were never never good for that money to begin with. The money was never going to be good for them to begin with because they they didn't know what to do with it. Mm. But even then, like, I think it depends because I think nobody, no two people's journey is the same. Nobody's had the situations that other people's had, right? Right. This takes it back Everybody's to, unique. This takes it back to Tia Maori and her husband when they got divorced, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of women, and mind you, this nigga, I've seen this nigga acting recently more than I have her. 
So say the, you, guy, the guy that she divorced from. The husband, yeah. Uh, Corey. Dax's husband. Hardwick's like that, yeah. Right. Anyway, right. long story short, people were saying, like, oh, he's a bum. He was just with her with money. He's this and that third. But I'm like, first of all, we can we just not, can we acknowledge that Tia Maori is a very, very unique situation where she was a child star? Yeah, she was. So she was accruing wealth and, you know, money before most people was even having a job. Yeah, how how old were they when they started Sister Sister? Like teenagers, right? They were still young. I, I don't know for sure. They were younger than most people ever will at that position. Be making. Yeah, and being a child star is different. So it's a very and, unique. Like you said it's, it's unique. It's a unique. Doing, yeah. It's a unique experience in existence, right? Right. So why are we judging that as somebody who was earning money as a child, more money than most than any child will ever have? When some kids are sitting there trying to open a fucking lemonade stand, Macaulay Culkin's making millions of dollars from Home Alone. Not saying he made all that money, but you know what I mean. Right. So for anybody, so anybody compared to that is going to seem like a bum, but I don't know how that's a bum when it's just we haven't had the same opportunities as an other. Right. So that right there, I think that's different than just a nigga who's trying to mooch off of you. And plus, maybe I'm wrong, but just because somebody in a relationship has less doesn't mean anything to me in a relationship. As long as you, you would think, shit. but the way that things are working nowadays, it seems like if you have less, then that gives you uh, the person who has more gives the permission, well, them permission to shit yeah. all over their partner. Because <laughs> yeah. which, which I don't know when the fuck we started doing that, but we gotta, we gotta relax, people. Like that shit is crazy, you know. But then, and it also makes me wonder, like maybe just it's just linked to people being unhappy with themselves, which brings me to the other part of the segment that I was about to talk about, like which is passion. You do you think do you honestly think that people that majority of people out there let's say let's go off the ninety two percent that ninety two percent of people out there have gone after their passion in life? Well that, that I'm talking me, about based off of social media, based off of everything. No, I'm saying well, that's why I'm well I'm asking this specific because I so I want to know where you're going with it. Right. Are you talking about chasing a passion just in and of itself, or you mean chasing a passion that might lead to money? Both. We can we can say both. For the sake of the sake of the conversation, let's say both. Well, those are two different answers. If it's the first scenario where it's just chasing a passion because you're it's what you enjoy, I don't think as many people do that. Okay. And as far as chasing a passion to make money off of it, I think more people try that and more people fail at that than actually succeeding at it. If you get what I'm saying. That meant most people fail, or you said it doesn't... When I you're know. trying... Like, this is why I ask, because... Mm. You know, like, there's between a job and a career? Like, okay, I'll put it like this. Would you rather have a 9 to 5, where you're sitting there working and going to work, but you're miserable, and you or you go chase after what you're passionate in life, but you don't know when that big break is coming for the money, with the money and success coming in, too, way? What would you rather do? Is it just... And, is it myself, or do I have other... Like, is it just me, like, right now? You right now, but... We can also sit there and say, what do you think? I'll, I'll put it like this. I'll, I'll flip it. I'll rearrange it, not flip it. <laughs> Can't talk today. What more would you rather do you think? What do you think people do more? What do you think is the latter? What do you think people do more of? Nine to five. But why? I don't think any. it's anybody's passion to drive a bus. I don't think it's anybody's passion to fix electrical issues. I don't think it's anybody's passion to, you know, do shit like that. Okay. Now, mind you, to some people that is their passion, it's more power to them. I was going to say, let me know when I can go and I respond because I was going to say that, but go on. Nigga, don't, please don't argue the inverts, please. Oh, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm, not arguing, I'm not arguing the invert. There's, uh, trust me, just, just But, yeah, like, to that, some people, I think some people's passion, a lot of people don't work in their passion because, let's be real, their passion doesn't work, doesn't pay out. 
Mm. It's not. It doesn't pay out in terms of what, like the satisfaction or like monetarily, like surviving wise. Ah, okay. Because you know, people who just purely pa- chase their passion, mm-hmm. no matter what happens, anything like that, they play for nickels and dimes in the subway. True. There are people. There are people. Like, there, are, there are people. There are people to, like not, that. That's nothing wrong with that at all. Like, no offense to those personally, people. I respect artists. I always try to, you know, uh, support artists when they be doing that. She's always try to at least put something in it in whatever they got right there because that that takes. That's you living truly trying to live and die off your talent. Right. So that's my thing. It's like that's that's why I say like, are you really just chasing your passion, or do you want to be the best in your field and make money off of it? Those two different things, right? Right. Because like to me personally, the difference is, I think. Like with Kobe Bryant and Michael Bajoran, they loved what they did enough that if even if they wasn't playing in the NBA, they still be playing ball every other day of the weekend just because how much they love the game. True. Matter of fact, there is proof to that. There's proof to that because remember when um, the NBA had their seventy fifth like anniversary that big event thing and Jordan was number one on the list and he looked at Magic and he was like, "Yo, he's like me and you could." Su- Get your shoes on. We can go right now. Da, 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 da. Even though Jordan's been retired for how long now? Like, mm-hmm. damn near almost 20 years. Right? Well, um, something like that. Something like that. Like, he retired in the 90s. So, maybe yeah. around, maybe getting close to 20 years at this point. Yeah, maybe close to 20 years. Yeah. But the response that I was going to say earlier is that, like, yo, do you think that there are people who sit there and try out things and they end up finding a passion in what they're doing? Yeah. So, like, that's for example, well, the bus driver. He goes to be a bus driver, and then all of a sudden, now he has a passion for riding the bus, for driving the bus, because he likes the way, like, I don't know, that stick shifts, and then I don't know buses have a stick shift or not, or they are automatic. But that's besides the point. But do you think that's a factor? Absolutely. Because what's real? Everybody, some people find their passion later on in life, and some people have to take wait till later on in life to get back to their passion because they're in a better position to pursue it or whatever. Yeah. They are in a better passion. So yeah, that's why. That's why my I didn't mean mean to make it unnecessarily complicated, but there's a lot of factors because like no, it is a complicated. That's question. the main. That's the main reason why I ask. <laughs> is it just is it just me? Like is it just me as myself, or do I have a family? Or have the people that looking at that I'm looking after? Because that affects how you pursue your passions too. Now it does. It does. If you have a family, like that, you would be hoping that passion could turn into some money after a certain point. Because yeah. It's kind of hard. Your family is waiting for you to pay the bills. And, oh, dad had a great had a great jam session, but nobody got paid. And it's like, oh, but dad had fun, but we don't eat tonight. Yeah, exactly. As somebody once said, love love is cool, but love doesn't pay the bills, you know? It doesn't. Not in that aspect. Yeah, but my thing with that, though, that people never seem to really address is that they always say love will pay the bills, but love will get you through the hard times when the money, when the bills are rough. That's very true. But then again, the the person that started all this and said all this, like like you said, uh, didn't you say earlier? Not even like you said, didn't you say earlier that she was like single anyway? Oh yeah, she had, <laughs> she was engaged to a white man, but the white man left her ass when she got mad. This nigga chose to quarantine with his kids instead of her. I mean, it's his kids. I don't. Know. <laughs> so I, I was like, nobody in their life needs that kind of selfishness around them. I don't give a fuck. Like my thing is, if you get with someone, wait, why didn't she just go with them? I don't know, but my thing is if you get with, face. if you get Swipe with somebody if you get with somebody who has kids, my nigga, you gonna have to still understand that some shit ain't just ain't gonna be ain't gonna be about. Shit. If you're dating, yeah, if you're dating somebody that has kids, then you should definitely consider that the kids definitely do come before you, especially when they're kids. When they're adults, not so much. Per I don't se. care either, either or because you knew somebody was a parent beforehand, right? So I can't I don't I can't call that one hesitant. I can't get mad at that. But I can't even like oh it's fucked up. It's like. 
Because I guarantee you, tell somebody's mom, oh, fuck your kids because you got a new man. I guarantee that shit would not work out. I mean, that shit is definitely happening out there, but I do not, uh, I do not sit there and approve of that type of shit. That shit is crazy. But you know what I also don't, I don't approve of? What? It's hip-hop's anniversary. It's 50 years of hip-hop, right? Love hip-hop. As a rapper, personally, it's, it's a wonderful thing. It's great to see the movement become what it's become. But I'm also disappointed. Want to know why? Because for the first time in history, there's no hip-hop charts. There's no hip-hop or R&B on the top Billboard charts at all. Or any charts at all. Nothing's charting. And it's on the 50th anniversary? I'm laughing my ass off so bad at that. Fuck is going on, son? Hip-hop is trash now. Overall? Yes. It hurts to say that. Please, expand, 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 expand. The face of hip-hop is a nigga in handcuffs and a bitch bent over twerking. Wait, who's the... Oh, I get what you mean. Okay, I was like, like, who's the dude? I don't even specifically, like, the dude in the handcuffs. Like, I was like, who was in handcuffs recently? But honestly, you're right. No, I meant the face of hip-hop. If you had... If I just thought you were talking about a person, no, but um, like, yeah, like, I guess, yeah, like yeah, yeah. In, in a dictionary, right? If I had to put a, a picture of what hip hop is of, today, of current hip hop, of modern hip hop, it's a bitch been over twerking and a nigga getting locked up and going to jail for thirty years, which is nuts. Because how the fuck did we get here? Because what, what what did it used to be? Well, I think what the problem the problem was hip hop finally arrived. That was the issue. Uh, what do you mean by arrived? It became mainstream. So you think hip-hop becoming mainstream was a bad thing? Not necessarily a bad thing. It's just... In its, there were certain missteps in its growth that affected it to where we are now. Because when I say like it's arrived, I mean... Before like growing, like we were kids, hip-hop was still fighting for its place amongst American music to be like... Actually be respected. Like Even go back to the 90s, the golden age of hip-hop... Hip hop still wasn't getting respected the way it should have been. In the nineties, no, it, it was on its 90s, way, but it wasn't there. Early two thousands, I think it changed in the two thousand tens because it's just too big to ignore. That's why I was going to ask you when but, did it change? Yeah, yeah, two thousand tens easily. Like two thousands, where it was like it's undeniable at this point, but two thousand tens was like y'all niggas can't lie about it no more. Yeah, because who was coming out in twenty ten that was making it? I think Kendrick, Kendrick Cole, Drake, those niggas like Kendrick Cole, Drake, Wale. Sean. People need to stop disrespecting Wale, by the way. Niggas sleep on Big Sean and Wale. I don't give a Sean and well, Wale. Oh, and Cuddy, too. I don't really... He's not that generation to me. Well, Cuddy's not in that generation? No. How is he not in that generation? He was, wasn't he on the no, 2010 nah. XXL cover? Yeah. Back when XXL actually meant something? Yeah, but, but even then, <laughs> XXL, most of the time when they hop on the rapper now, it's either before, way before they even pop or way after they already pop. Speaking of which, the XSL cover no, just came out. Yeah, yeah. Or with the Cuddy part? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I only, got you. Okay. Yeah, only thing, I don't really put him in that because I put him with the Wiz Khalifas and the Mac Millers. That's his generation. Weren't they on the cover? But he, again, I get that. I do. But if we're going to be honest though, and I see that because him, Cuddy, and Mac, Mac, Cuddy, Wiz, them niggas, they had a couple hot songs on the mainstream, and then they actually built up their own fan bases and went on their own type of time. Right. They're not doing it like uh, Cole, Kendrick, and Drake. And mind you, I say that knowing that most, probably them niggas made more money than, on their own than most niggas do sign somebody. Who? Cuddy, 
Cuddy, Wiz, Mac, like Mac made Cuddy. I'm, I don't know because Cuddy was signed to Kanye, so I don't know how much to think. But Mac and um, but, but as Wiz far, and Mac but definitely. As, but as far as having mainstream success, but then going away from the mainstream to cultivate their own fan base. Yes, that's what Cuddy did. Cuddy, and I think Cuddy, Cuddy, Cuddy transformed had ties. Into that, yes, Cuddy had ties to, um, you know, to Kanye and all that, which is why he stayed a little bit more mainstream than the other two. Right. But even then, Wiz can come. Wiz came out every once in a while, dropped hits and shit, and then went went away. He could still do that, honestly. Yeah. So can oh currency too. He didn't make hits, no, but, but he but he stayed with the longevity factor. Spitter, I'm not saying that about Spitter, but when yeah. you said generation wise, that's what I'm saying. Generational wise too, yes. He was out a long time, long before all the mother niggas was. No, that's but that's what I'm saying. He had the. Lo- I'm talking about the longevity factor of it. Spitter was oh, like, nigga, yeah. I'm talking. You said, nigga, pick one. Generations of longevity. Which one is it? Honestly, both, yo. If but we're no, thinking okay. about currency, yes. But when again, that's a longevity. I'm not having that. It's currency. Nobody's gonna argue that. But when we're talking about. I'm, I'm talking glad. about generations, though. I don't. I don't think most people even consider Cuddy as far as as part of their as part of uh, what. J. Cole, Kendrick, Cole, Sean, and um, Wale, that's not, that's two different generations. I think it depends on who you talk to. I... Only reason why I say that is because Wale on his album Ambition said, uh, Man of the Year or something, Drizzy, Cuddy, and me. Everything like that. Meaning that like Wale considered him within yeah, his but, class. So like that, that's what no, the, the I get that. And there's other were, songs I can go I to get, from know, other I, artists I, like Drake. But hear me out. Hear me out about Cuddy yes. too. Yeah. Cuddy Cole was, too. Cuddy was out at that time. Yes, he was out at that time. But he was also not around. He was not out like that when these niggas came around. It was a gap between those two. I yeah. I, all right. All right. You know what? I'll give. I'll give that to you. I'll give that to you. But. Because again, mind you, I I, can, I I see what you're talking about. There are people so, who are going to make an argument for that. I see that. what you're talking yeah. about as far as an overlap conversation. But when we when them them five niggas came out, they were clearly the new generation of rap. Like, and Cuddy was already established by then. Yeah. When did Man on the Moon come out? Man on the Moon one. I'm about to look it up. When did Man on the Moon one come out? I don't know. Because I think it came out before that. But still. But he still ended but up transforming then, if, into what we, you're talking about. If we though. got, if we had to wait till Man of the Man of the Moon one to come out, that's still he was well established before Man of the Moon. Like Two thousand nine. Yeah, like nine. Yeah, yeah that's, that's what I mean. Like, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you got it. You got it. Like yeah. think about it. Good Kid, Mad City, Forest Hills Drive, Take Care. All those albums all came out at the same time. Even Ambition. Um. Finally famous, like shit like that. Those that's a little bit different time period. Yeah. And those were niggas pretty much either their first album or their big break album. But even then with that, here is where I can't even say it's like I feel like this generation got all the bad lessons from the gangster rappers and all the girls got the worst lessons from Lil' Kim. From Little Kim? Oh, explain that. Go ahead. Well, first of all, I I think one thing we just gonna have to Little Kim wasn't twerking though, but her lyrics could probably sit there and still. It's got the it it's the, the sex right? it's the over it's the sexualization part of it all. It started with Little Kim. You're right. You're right. You're yeah, right. Because like, I was thinking Foxy, but then Foxy came out at the same time as Little Kim, so it wasn't just them. Oh no, it was Salt and Pepper. Salt and Pepper was really the first, but not like, but not, but not as raunchy. Having, it was it was pushing boundaries, but Little Kim just came out the gate, yeah, like knocking like, down the door. Sex like, appeal like, yeah, yeah. was one thing. That's what song kept. They kept it sexy, right? Over sexualized, was straight up sexualization though. Like Salt and Pepper wasn't taking pictures with their legs spread open like that, shit like that, like. 
Yeah, no, they weren't. I was gonna say as far as we know, but I thought about. It, I was like, no, no, no I've never seen. Like, I've never seen salt and pepper like that. Yeah, you can't wiggle out of that one. But even then, that's different than what we're seeing now. And even then, even Kim still gave you hits with all the other shit she was doing. The hits actually reigned supreme. Right. Nikki carried that torch for a little longer, and then Cardi is where it became being an influencer and stripper over being a rapper. And True. I'm, I'm not saying that's what Cardi did, but I'm saying that's what her influence said to all the people who came after her. Because say what you want about Cardi, no matter what you say about her, she still backed it up with hits. From one album. That she has yet to sit there and put out another album say, for hey, But she doesn't need to. I, I, I saw but something you, interesting when, the other day you, that I was saying about that, that, that Cardi doesn't particularly need no, to put out another album. When, you ha- yeah. when that one album is going, it sells that well, and none of these other girls can sell past, what, 20K? The only one that's Cardi's competition, honestly, is Nikki. And Nikki got her stuff from Little Kim. Jesus. What, you say the barbers are going to hear me? They're going to eat your ass up for speaking Listen, I, I support Nikki, though. I like Nikki. I'm, if anything, I'll be a barb for that. I, I, respect, fucks with Nikki. I respect I fucks Nikki, with Nikki to point. But it's, but it's true. There's video evidence to prove this. There's video I evidence. Mean, <laughs> there's there's, there's you evidence. Need, you don't need video evidence. Out there. You don't need evidence. You just need two fucking eyes. <laughs> Stop now! They're gonna get you. I don't care. You need, <laughs> you need two fucking eyes and no bias to just see the fucking influence. It's okay. There's nothing wrong with influence. Everybody got to start from somewhere, y'all. Everybody Nikki, bites on for everybody Nikki in some is way, the shape, beneficiary or form, for me. a lot of L's that other female rappers had to take, so she could be in the position she was, and she knocked it out the fucking park. She had to walk and run so people can fly. One hundred percent. Now I, I put it like I think other female rappers had to walk and crawl and scrape so Nikki could fly. Oh no! I was talking about Kim. That Kim had to sit there and do all that so, nah. so people like Nikki and like that can fly. Yes. Oh, oh, oh yes. okay, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. My, yeah, yeah. I was going to say, Kim made the lane, though. That's a difference. Oh, yeah, she yeah, made the lane, but she still went through, like, because, like, like you said, Kim Kim came out doing that. Nobody else was doing that shit. Nobody else was doing that shit, and they were getting mad shit. Like, yeah. I was a kid during that time, and I remember people, like, remember hearing people MC say, like, oh, I don't want you to hear this music. I don't want you to da 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 yeah, because like, before, before King came out, rap was dominated by, like, by like MC Lane, Queen Latifah, and stuff like that. Which, shout out to them, because they were still killing it, yo. And they're still legends to this day. Still legends to this day. You know what is, I think, what hit Oh, Yo-Yo. Yo-Yo was dope, too. You know what I mean? Like, there's a lot, man. I think the problem with hip-hop now, though, there's no balance of variety on a mainstream level. Not at all, bro. Everything sounds the same. I was listening to the radio the other day because my Bluetooth headphones like died, so I just turned on the radio. Every song sounds the same, bro. Everybody talking about the same shit. Everybody. Matter of fact, you know that famous T Pain clip where he's like, "Do something else. Do something else. Do something else." God, we heard this. We have a little baby. We have the baby. We have a Uzi. We Great have boys. a Cardi. We have a Nicki. We have a who's the other person that he said. Um, who's the other thing? We have like a lotto, even though I like lotto. We have Doja well, Cat. Problem, we have these people. Well, the problem like, is, is that nowadays hip hop is so picky and choosing who they want to put on versus like, because they're being real. If you want to have a great representation for rap, it's Doja Cat. Really, I don't really listen to Doja Cat like that. So like, I'm gonna take your word for it. But guys, like her, I, that's what I'm saying. Like her or not, Doja Cat is a fucking superstar. In in what ways though? Like what? How, like our appeal. No, like, her music, her numbers, her, her tours, like, literally what makes a superstar a superstar. Okay, alright. Meaning that she has, she checks all the boxes. Checks all the boxes, checks them better than anybody out right now, like... It does a female. From singing, so like, mind you, singing, dancing, all this shit, like... Do you think she could be bigger, though? 
I think she's the biggest right now. Mm. I'm not gonna disagree. And I'm not talking about like not gonna disagree. And this is why I hate comparing like this is why I don't ever compare Nikki to the new girls. I'm like I'm not comparing Nikki who's had 15 years to build up a fan base to any new artists coming out. I don't think that's a fair conversation at all. I don't think Nikki needs to be compared to these girls. No, period, no, no, because I, I get, Nikki's I, had no, her time. No, I get that, but hear me out though. When they say like, oh well, you're not, you're not, you girls aren't doing it as good as other female rappers. I'm like. Because anybody else you're comparing them to has had 15 years to build up their resume. True. Like, a lot of these girls get compared to Nicki because they might wear a colorful wig. They might rap a certain way. Where it's not necessarily a Nicki thing. It's just, if that's the only thing people can equate to as quality rap, most females will get unfairly compared no matter what happens. There is no new lane. But Nicki was doing... But Nicki, but then it's... it's, it's, I would just say that's just a part of the game. Because when Nicki was doing the colorful wigs, guess what? Who she was getting compared to. Little Kim. They were saying that she's doing Kim's angle. Especially once he did that spread eagle picture with the lollipop thing. Fire picture, by the but way. Thing, Nikki <laughs> like, was, like, Nikki was allowed to feed into it, but still be Nikki on her own. Yeah. Sure. Like, nowadays, you will have, and I hate saying it like this, because I'm sorry, but if we're being real, mm. I think one of the big, one of the best and worst things to ever happen to female rap was Nicki Minaj. Ooh, yeah, no, explain that. Barb's definitely gonna get you. Go I don't give a fuck. <laughs> all right. If we're gonna act like Nikki is not the biggest female rapper of all time, and I, I say biggest and not greatest, but the biggest. You're saying that she's the biggest of all time? Absolutely. I yeah. definitely agree with you. Actually, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not sitting there trying to make the argument for the other one, but. Well, for the, who would be the other one? Missy Elliott, but that's a different conversation. Oh, Missy. Oh, yeah, no, that is really good competition for it. But, but you want to know why? Because Missy never did her yeah, sex appeal thing. Here, that's why I say difference between, when I say greatest, I'll put Missy as my top female rapper of all time. But as far as biggest, it's clearly Nicki. No, in terms of biggest, it's Nicki. And then in terms of, like, greatest, in terms of, like, Greatest, pen, it's a conversation. Oh, all that. It's a whole different conversation. It's a different It's a different argument, but Missy is definitely a contender for that fucking pen. Because people be sleeping the shit. Y'all be sleeping on Missy Elliott with all the hits that she's written, all the artists that she's put on behind the scenes. She just, you know what it is? I think she has the Nas problem. Meaning that, like, she's putting mad people on all that other shit. She just doesn't sit there and speak about it because she's humble or whatever. So she doesn't sit there and brash about it and, like, bring it out there like that. You know? But well, she's put... But if you look... But if you do the research, you'll find out she's behind so much Well, that comes... Good to, that shit, goes yo. to my next problem. What, what the worst thing about hip-hop was is social media. Mmm. Okay. All right. Because social media... Like, because think about it, when as soon as Cardi came out and social media was his thing, is Cardi was the one of the first, or the only human rapper who took social media and used it as a weapon. Soulja Boy used the internet as a weapon, whereas Cardi used social media. Yeah, and, nope. I'm not going to disagree with that. Either. And the problem is, more most of these rappers now, they're influencers rather than actual artists. Oh, 100%, bro. When's great, the last time you heard Great example, Quill mm-hmm. Ray. <sighs> okay. Listen, if this was like about a week or two ago, I would agree with you, but now I'm going to have to disagree with you a little bit. Because Corey Luray definitely has surprised me. Her album only sold 10K, but that girl does have, like, she does have the music. She does have the, uh, the, um, she does have the talent. She does have talent. Can't knock that she has talent. She does have talent. If, if you say so. If not talent, then good writing. Go listen to her album, bro. It's actually pretty good. It's a, I've listened, I gave it a listen. I gave it a fair listen. Oh, it was fine. good. You know what got me into her, though? The crazy thing about it, it wasn't even um, like stuff from like her album that she just got out. It was from the, uh, the Across the Spider-Verse uh, 
uh, soundtrack. Which, by the way, side note, did you go see Across the no, Spider-Man? No, I did yet? not. Nigga. Go fucking see the movie Whatever. so we can fucking review it for the people. Coley. Yeah, Coley cares. We're going to do a I review don't. on that soon. Anyway, that album is fire, fam. Her song that she did for that sample so I could smile and you get some fucking goofy. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> fucking guy, man. <laughs> but, but, but no, um, Coley, her song on there, Self Love, I was like, yo, this song is fire. I was like, let me check out this girl's catalog, yo. And her problem is, and I think she's fixed this, is that she needed, if she wasn't, if she didn't have writers to sit there and help her write her melodies and everything like that, she needed better writers right she needed better writers and she didn't have them before she has them now and it's made a very good improvement if she writes all her shit then whoever's directing her has given her better direction and it's worked because the music is good the music is good it's just that if you she's known a little bit more for her personality have you listened to it I've listened to parts. I'm not listening to that whole shit. Oh my gosh! Listen to the whole fucking I album, was, bro. I listen. I listen to the single she debuts just to have a reference, but I'm not listening to the whole album. Give it a shot. You'd be surprised, man. That, again, it could be a sleeper for you. Yeah, uh, it's not. It, it, you don't well, know I, that. I, 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 <laughs> I was like, "What do you mean? You don't know that?" I take that back. It is a sleeper because everybody else slept on it too. Listen. The problem being though with Coyle Ray and most artists now, they have a great social media presence, but they don't actually have a music catalog or even quality music to back it up. Because if she would have been on, making the music on. that she's making now no, versus no, in the beginnings, it would have been better. It don't matter. She's all she still she all she does is samples. That's what she was doing beforehand. Isn't that what hip hop? Every is? no no not that way. Hip hop has been known to take something and turn it into something new, true, rather than just recycling the same samples and just trying to rap over them now. Like every- oh, you mean okay? So uh, all right, all right, I get what you mean. Yes, that's then, what I'm saying. That she needs to stop doing. She okay, needs to stop but, doing but that. But she's that. not doing that on her new album, not per se. But every okay. like two songs on it. But those two songs are the lead singles of those of the album. But I get why though, from a marketing standpoint, it makes sense. Okay, nostalgia. She's nostalgia baiting. My nigga, if the what? <laughs> Don't knock the table. A single, <laughs> a single is supposed to entice people to the album, right? Yes or no? Yes. If we don't like the singles, why the fuck should we have to listen to the album? This ain't a participation. This award. is where the personality thing of social media thing comes into play. Because people will check it out because it's her and it's a high social media then what, If that's the case. But that's, okay, all right, let me, let me get but this. But it should be about the music. But I let get, me get this It should then. be about the music because Drake said that so too. So let's say people did like her and check it out and realize the songs were trash and that's why she barely even sold over 10K. If that. I don't think I don't think that's my name. Okay, all right, I got you right now. If I don't think you, that's the reason, huh? I don't think that's the reason why she's so so low. Why do you think that? Why do you think she's so so low? Because everybody in this day and age sells low. Because nobody buys music anymore. No, nobody buys music anymore, bro. They don't. They don't. That's okay. the case. Then why is then why is young thug who's sitting there and getting all this support from everybody and everything like that only selling eighty k a week, like eighty k in his first week, barely outselling Gunna? Which, by the way, Gunna's album was actually fire. By the way. It was. I don't care about the whole stitching thing. Yeah, like it was. But, the album. It was great not, music. But this goes to my point, though. Social media can make it look like one thing, but real life and people, people support is two different things. If you're going on social media, Coyle Ray should be the next biggest female rapper out there. She should be doing a whole lot bigger than what she does. I don't think so. Not, bro, not, not, not for social media presence. Bro. Yes, it is, bro. How? Because there's there's people on social media who are more popular than her. It doesn't. I'm not talking about. I'm talking about how she's pushed. 
Yes, nigga. If you if, you, uh, if you're not if you're nah, not if you don't I can't give you that, bro, son. Nah. This is what I'm talking about with the social media presence. Yes, this is why I'm saying this. Okay. Same thing with Megan Thee Stallion. Same thing with a lot of these. New That's girls. a good example. Megan Thee Stallion has pushed way more and thing. Didn't Megan sell like really well based off of her social media presence? But people did no. that in support for the she, thing. Megan, me, Megan I'll, is, I'll, I'll look that up. No, too. no. Here, no, because the thing is, I, I'm gonna put context around those numbers. Megan sells well, but she doesn't sell well to be a three-time Grammy Award-winning artist. Oh, we did that. You know where that came from, bro. You know why that happened. But, bro, I'm not... But why do you keep giving these bitches participation awards? I'm not giving her participation Nigga, awards. You, you find it every... I'm not giving Nigga, her participation you keep awards. giving all the excuses because she had one good song on Spider-Verse. That means we don't understand this shit. Maybe the songs, the music she puts out, people just don't fucking like. No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying that people don't like it. I'm saying that her social media presence should push people to sit there and go listen, but then they sit there and for some reason it doesn't connect because of because what you're saying. That's where because all, that's where all the energy goes to. It goes to the internet. It's not about the music. It's about whatever beef I'm into. That's why she kept trying to beef with Lotto when Lotto wasn't trying to beef with her because she knew her music. Who, that Corey LeRae was trying to beef yes, with Lotto? Because the music- I missed that whole shit. I'm Ooh, not even going to lie to you. Why? <laughs> The music is not hitting. That's why Coilerae has to go on social media to cry about being called skinny every other day because that's how it. That's what drives the controversy. That's why people hate Lizzo because Lizzo, you don't have to do that shit. Lizzo's actually talented. Lizzo actually sells her ass off whenever she comes but, out. But Lizzo's not hip hop, bro. Lizzo's hey, not hip hop. She's, not, she's but again. Is she pop? The point is the point of what I'm. No, I'm asking you. I think so. Yes, but the point of what yeah. I'm making is that it's about so. Social media presence versus actual music selling presence. Nowadays, and this is more this is for rap as a whole. It's more about winning social media than it is about selling records. Oh, never mind. Lizzo is considered hip hop. She's it incorporates hip hop as also with soul, R and B, and funk and pop. So I, we were. I was. She's we a pop artist. Her. She's a pop artist. But she's a pop artist, yo. Because when I hear anything, I don't hear hip hop in nah. it. You can incorporate in anything you want, but what she what she does is pop. Yes, she does mainly pop music. But and like, I think Coley Ray would be a better pop artist than be a rapper, though. I don't think so. Why? She doesn't have anything else. With pop, you can't just with pop. You have to have something else besides just the one thing. What do you mean by something else like personality and everything? Because no, she has no, that. no. I'm talking no pop is if you're going to be in popular music, mm. your music has to be has to lead that for you. I'll give you that, yes, because like, because people in pop are not known for like their social media and their social media because they don't have to do it. They don't have to do it. They're known for the music. Name any pop star right now. Name one, just one, please, anyone, Uh, even one you don't like. A Doja Cat, because he's technically pop. Say whatever you whatever the (laughs) fuck you want about Doja. How in the amount of weird shit she does on social media, her music always slaps no matter what, and it always comes out and it performs. Always. Yes, nigga. What's the last song that that Doja Cat came out with? I don't fucking. Oh, wait. No, I take it back. But the crazy thing is, I don't even think I can count it as her song, though. It's the one with her and Post Malone. That I Like You, I Do song. No, song, I'm not even talking about that. I'm talking about the last song she put out where she was actually rapping on that shit and niggas was... Oh, the Kill Bill shit that she did with SZA. But that's not really her song, though. She no, did a remix of it. Um, I'm not... I don't know. Not the Kill Bill one. She put her own song out. Oh, well then, I don't I don't know. Yeah, again, I, don't, if you I don't keep up with Doja Cat like that. That's fine. If you don't, you won't understand it, but she always, no matter what happens whenever she comes out, it's going to hit regardless. Right. Koi Lorraine, she makes it, she can make it seem like one thing on social media, but that's never going to translate to her album sales. Because mm-hmm. if that's the case, how can you go from selling 9K albums one time, and then your next album you're selling barely over 11? That's not that much. What growth is there? 
like what a thousand or <laughs> a thousand or two. Man, look, yo. And again, cut the girl a break. Social media. But she's not. But she's not. But she's not. No, I'm saying she cut, got where she at. If she wasn't Benzino's daughter, she'd be just another fucking rapping bitch. Let's be honest. But then again, that's nepotism. Nepotism is all over the industry, bro. I don't care about it as long as you as long as you show up and prove it doesn't matter. I can okay. It's only nepotism when niggas don't earn a spot. Do you think she earned her spot? No. Mm. If Coyle Ray had to live and die on her own music, she wouldn't be alive to this day. <sighs> Bro, look at how she got on. It was from trying to act like you was in a struggle with everybody else, regular people knowing your father had money. Right. And now it's this whole, woe is me, I'm a skinny bitch in a world full of thick bitches. I actually respect her for that, though. I respect her for the for the skinny. I'm a skinny bitch in the in the, in the thick world thing. But I see what you're Nigga, saying. What does that do with music? No, no. I see. What, no, I was gonna say before you fucking interrupted me. I see what you're saying in terms of like like that not translating to her music because she tried to do it through gimmicks versus it being the music everything like that. I and think if she did, I think if she did it through the music from the beginning today because didn't she get a Nikki co-sign as well? Nikki gave her a co-sign too. Nikki co-signs don't mean shit no more. Uh. They're more so because so, you can say that about Ice they're Spice. They're more so. So, so then, why is Ice Spice popular? Because he's fake. <laughs> it's Spice, not the music. Wait, Ice Spice. Ice Spice one benefits from colorism. That raggedy orphan Aunt, orphan Annie doll shit is apparently working for niggas. Because even then, raggedy and or don't talk about these boo that way. I don't give a fuck. Dolls boo that way. <laughs> Shout out to Dolly. <laughs> oh man, I shout out to Dolly. Shout out to Dolly. Oh man, that's Day's boo. He loves her. But two light skinned broads in his list. I'm not mad about it. No, I mean listen, man, look. But no, I I think Cole Lamay's music is better than Ice Spices though. Cause at least Cole Ray shows like um versatility. On what? On the album. Go listen to the goddamn you know album. Yo, go listen to the goddamn album. She does show versatility. In the she make sure she doesn't use the same sample more than twice. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. But, but... And again, the fact that you're sitting here trying to argue B-sides says a lot to me. I'm not arguing B-sides. I'm arguing her new album. It's not a B-side album. Nigga, every album has B-sides, right? Not every album, no. Not every album has B-sides. Name an album that doesn't have B-sides, bro. Yo, Mag doesn't have any B-sides on it. Every album structurally has a B-side. Technically, any B-side is what's not the main hits. You're talking about like the B side, like to the record thing, right? Oh, okay, okay, my bad. I thought you were talking about B sides in terms of like like songs that are not hits, but like they're on the other side of the flip versus the thing. Because the way that you structure an album, usually you put like the singles and the and the hitters and the grasping songs like in the beginning, put in the put the B sides like in the middle, and then at the end you put like a little bit more of a mix between the two. This nigga's in trying to overcomplicate a B-side now. No, listen, bro. Listen. I'm an artist. What do you want me to do? No, no. You what do you want me to do? Uh-huh, what do you right. want me to do? You, when you make an album, you, you fucking let me know, nigga. Answer. You let me fucking know, nigga. All I right. want you to give a straight fucking answer. I just gave you a straight fucking answer. Nah, you just don't want to accept it, but that's, that's usually how this show goes, no, nigga, it's, all, it's all good, though. Five it's all good, though. It's all good. It's all good. When you can answer a fucking question straight up. It's all good. Answer the question straight up and I'll be happy. I did answer the question no, straight you up. Didn't, you just don't nigga. like my answer. Nigga, you had to go on a minute. <laughs> you just don't like my you answer. You went on a minute it's, TED it's, Talk it's, it's, with it's, fucking B-sides, bro. Come on, kiss It was ass. a great TED Talk, though. No, it wasn't. Ted would be proud. 
Fuck you, and Ted. <laughs> Ted would be proud. You and Ted, 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 and, Ted would be proud. You and Ted, two long-winded. Bitches. It, 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 Ted would be proud. You and Ted, but two it's all long-winded good. bitches. But it's all good. It's all good because it could have been better. It could have been worse. Her whole career could be better. It, her career is not over, so it's gonna how, be better. It's gonna I don't be better. So be all right. Much worse. So be all right. So be all right. I guarantee. Actually, no. I'm not gonna sit there and say that because that's not true. Because she's not gonna last longer. I don't think. I think Ice Spice with versus Corey Ray. I think Ice Spice would probably last longer simply because of the fact that she's thick and the fact that she has Nikki's co-sign and shit like that. I think the bars are gonna support her through it. So does Corey Ray. I don't think the bars showed up to support Corey LeRae this album. She's only selling fucking 10K. By the way, just a flashback real quick. Megan Thee Stallion sold 66K her first week from her last album. Not like 100 or whatever the fuck you said. Wow. In total, she sold over 2 million albums, though, since she started. See, no, like, my thing is, I only count physical copies when you're talking about album sales because that's what you got. I do, too, but at the same time, though, we're talking about the fucking charts where they sit there and manipulate streams and shit like that. That's a whole nother no, fucking that's why, no, We can do a whole podcast no, episode saying, on that, that's why personally, and, and the people don't know about that. They. Hold the on, then. We're let's let's to. explain to them. We, they part of the show, right? You usually don't want to so, explain the shit, No, nigga, you, you like explaining <laughs> okay. dumb shit. Yeah, you go like, ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead, explain. You like insulting the audience. But anyway, for anybody who doesn't know... It's opposite day. When we talk about... It's opposite day. Can I get past opposite day to talk to the people now? No. They know it's opposite day. You done? I said no. Anyway. So that means yes, it's opposite day. Go. We get it. It's opposite day. Anyway, (laughs) when we talk about albums and how we compare how they do in real life, we're comparing only physical copies. Now, we know, and most of the time we have this conversation, we will always give credence and space to the fact that physical copies don't determine how well the album's done. But they also determine how many people actually bought the album, not just clicked it, not just, you know, streamed it on end or have an app or a setup to keep running the streaming the song a million times so their favorite artist numbers go up. Because streaming can be manipulated way more than physical sales. And physical sales are a great representation of how many people physically got their asses up and went and got your album. Which 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 most rappers talk about it. Like for example, J. Cole said Cole was going plaque back when C's was around. Everything like that. Same thing with Drake. Take care. No, nothing was the same. Out was out back then. Yeah, around the time Born Center came out, nothing was the same. Came out. So, so like those albums, like that's when people really bought your music. So, so there goes an interesting question. Do you think artists from back then have more of a leg to stand on than artists today who are selling, who are yes. going platinum and shit like Absolutely. that? Absolutely. I think so too. Like I'm, I'm sorry. Like, um, and mind you, I do think hip hop has a problem with passing the torch. Oh, 100%. Well, it's the thing. They have a problem with passing the torch, and they also have a problem with just straight up respecting their elders and what came before and what got them here. Like, I've never... The like, disrespect is fucking crazy. Hip-hop is the only generation, is the only hip-hop genre that's... It's praised for when you disrespect your elders. Because, like, honestly, with rock and roll, I would love to see anybody, any rock, any rock band try to sit there and make it as a viable artist disrespecting Sabbath and, and Zeppelin. Like, it would never work out. Right, because they protect their artists way better than hip hop does. And now, because the thing about it, we see how these, see how a lot of these old legends is living, like it's crazy right now. What do you mean by that? How these little legends are living? What do you mean by that? When you got niggas who literally broke the door down for a lot of these new niggas to come on, and these new niggas don't ever give them credit or understand where that's just coming from, or even know who they are, which is even more when you disrespectful. Got, yeah, when you got new niggas out here sampling songs and don't know who this shit is, and I was like. 
I'm not, this, mind you, I don't know if this is the exact sample or not. I'm, I'm pretty much, I'm sure I'm wrong, but like, I, I forgot it was one rapper who did like a whole tip drill sample, but then it's like, oh, I don't know who that is. Like, you didn't steal their whole style. Like, bitch, what? I can give you even one better than that that I heard recently. I heard that, um, not even heard. I overheard the podcast. I was watching the podcast and they were talking about how, um, an elite chopper was around, um, Nori. It was Nori on Drink Chance. He was like, NLE Chopper was around Nori and them. And Nori was talking to Big Daddy Kane and everything like that. And NLE Chopper was like, wait, who is that? And Nori was telling him, like, yo, that's the motherfucker. That's the reason. He's one of the reasons why you're fucking here, yo. You wouldn't have shit if it wasn't for, like, him. He was the first dude to be rocking big chains and everything like that. He was like, yo, he fucked Madonna. And then NLE Chopper was like, I thought Pac had Madonna first. He said, no. Big Daddy Kane had Madonna first. And everything like that, because people don't know. By the way, Madonna and uh, it was down Madonna, Naomi Campbell, and Big Daddy Kane. Google those three names together. You'll see some surprising shit. By the way, just to give more proof to what you're saying. But the fact that NLE Chopper, who would you consider him a successful rapper? Hell yeah. Yeah, the fact that he doesn't know who Big Daddy Kane is is a problem. Huge fucking problem. And mind you, we're not saying you gotta know every single obscure Lyric. No, 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 <laughs> every, album. No, no, every single obscure rapper that came out twenty years ago. But there are certain names that are just incontrovertible. Incontro- like un- you gotta know them. Like it's for not example, arguable. Slick, Slick Rick, or Nas, or Jay, or Cause Big Daddy know them. Fucking Kane, Big Daddy Kane, or Cool G Rap, who nobody talks about, and he was fucking. Come on, no. Cool G Rap, bro. Cool G Rap was one of the... Fir- he was the first mafioso rapper. Everybody copied from him. Nobody was spitting about mafioso raps before Cool G Rap. Nobody. Nobody. That's the reason why when Nas came out, Nas went, did a song with him. So, did a song with him. Um, I forgot what song they did. That was um back and forth. But, like, it was such a dope song, too. Because they had this one scene in their music video. Because there's a music video that went with it. When they were, like, across the steps from each other on platforms. And they were just trading bars back and forth. And it was just like, yo. Because at that time, Nas was like, this is around the time Illmatic just came out. So, uh, it was in between Illmatic and This Is Written. So, therefore, it was like Nas and, like, what most can say is his prime. Giving respect to, like, the previous generation. Because Cool G Rap was the first person to start that style, yo. So, like, Cool G Rap, stop, stop disrespecting Cool G Rap, by the way. Like, to the thing. But, yes, I agree. So, 50 years of hip-hop, how, my better question is, how do we make this better? Well, I think the problem... How do we fix this? There we go. I think hip-hop had a critical moment that it failed. And I mean the older generation, where they failed the newer generation, and I don't think we ever got it. Where that. was this moment at, though? In what? The early 2000s? The mid-2000s? Yeah, the I, 90s? I you, mm-hmm. It was the moment Soulja Boy came out. Ooh. Yeah, please explain that. Because I think that was a very... Soulja not going to like that. No, no. Honestly, it, no, it, honestly, it speaks to less about him and more about the older niggas in rap. Right. Got it. I think it was, a, it was a paradigm shift in rap because at that point... When Silver Boy came out, you remember when he came out, like, niggas... Oh, were, yeah, people hated him. Exactly. And they most, hated most on him. They say it was, like, take... Most of the hate, it came from... Ruining what? hip-hop and everything like that, that it was just, they're making hip-hop into a dancing joke and everything like that. And look at Soldier nowadays, yo. But not, I mean, not He, he became a pioneer. Well, he was, always, he was always a pioneer. It's just, well, it, honestly, with him and Bow Wow, they're both... Bow, um, Soldier was the pioneer, whether niggas want to admit it or not, and Bow, Bow Wow's a legend, whether niggas want to admit it or not. 
Right, I think that just because you don't like a nigga don't mean you go sit there and gotta lie and take away their flowers when they definitely earned it. No, I definitely agree with you. But, um, with but the, I think oh. that I think that I think that there's I think the only problem the reason why people have a hard time translating those two is because they 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 go out of their way to sit there and 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 put that on front street. You know the saying like if you're good, then if you're good, um, you're gonna talk about it. But if you're great, people are gonna talk about you. I think it's that. I, I think, think they're they're stuck in the good mentality, but to, but but they are great. Oh, no, got, they are great, you, got, but they on, act no, like no, good. I, yeah, I think that applies to real life, not social media. But social media plays a part in it. Because no, I, media, that's what I'm saying. I think if we're talking real life, people who had experiences and all that shit, nobody in real life don't sit there act like Bala ain't a legend. But when people get on social media, are you going to act like social media deals with real people? No, we deal with. People who found their tribe, that fuckery, they're like, they're like <laughs> bubbles. They're like-minded think tanks. Yep. Them. So literally, we're not getting, we're not having real conversations. Right. So it's easy to see Bow Wow on growing up hip hop doing dumb shit and act and try to act like Bow wasn't that nigga when we all were 12, 15, 15, 12, 10, 5 years old. Plus, it doesn't help that like during his time when his rise was coming up there, MySpace was a shit, and then MySpace has now faded into obscurity because most people don't even know what. MySpace is like I mentioned when my nephews were here a few weeks ago. I mentioned MySpace and they were like, "My what?" Like they've never even heard of it. And MySpace is not even that old, to be honest with you. It's only like what ten, fifteen years ago at the but most. But honestly, hip hop is hip hop is going in a MySpace, had a MySpace thing where MySpace failed to adapt to the new landscape, and that's why they're not here no more. Well, that and Tom sold it because he was like, he was like, I'm done with this shit. Well, even in, even in Tom, <laughs> Facebook, Facebook was Tom like, was honestly the one winning at winning who who really won out of that whole situation. Sold it for like five hundred ninety-two million dollars and was chilling. Yeah, it's chilling. But when I'm saying still when chilling. I say like that is that even when, when MySpace was still around though, Facebook killed it because Facebook was doing something that MySpace wasn't. True, the connecting people stuff. True, very much so. So stuff like very that. Much so. Whereas hip hop, they failed to embrace the new generation in that moment because I guarantee you, if that didn't happen, you won't have a lot of niggas coming up saying, "Oh." Fuck the old heads, cause I guarantee. Cause after that, that's when you really started hearing that. Oh, y'all young niggas shit is trash even more than usual. Very true. Because even the old niggas had a problem when they were listening to Public Enemy and then going into the NWA. Yep. Old niggas- oh, especially when NWA came out, people was yeah. like, and we wasn't even alive for that. But if you look at any documentary about it, like people were shitting all over NWA. Everything they're saying it but wasn't even, real hip hop and all when, that. Yeah. Even when that happened, though, people the same the amount of people who had issue with it. Cool, that was fine. But other people also realize that NWA was just as revolutionary as Public Enemy. It's just different ways of going about it. Different generations. Right. Different kind of talks and different kind of situations. The 90s. Everybody was trapping because they had to live that way. That was, you know, their life. That, that was, was a, fine. Crack was everywhere. Yeah. So, yes. Was, it was a survival game. Now, this shit here, the uh, 90s, 2000s. Now, it was like, okay, we were selling drugs. There might have been some struggle involved, but now we're going to fucking get rich off this shit. We're going to flex. We're going to floss on niggas. And in the 2000s, now we're going to do the drugs we were selling to the crackheads. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they became an addict. But you know what? These type of things, like, it, it goes, it lets you go with life. It's the way that everything just maneuvers and, and goes about it. But I think that there's hope for the future of hip-hop. Because it's not, it's not going anywhere. Even though it hasn't charted for the first time in, like, years. And it's such a pivotal moment. It's not going anywhere. It's not going to no. fade out like rock and roll. No, but I think, no offense to rock and roll. Because rock and roll is still dope. But, like, no, I, it's, it's not going to fade not out. Fade, it's, it didn't fade, rock and roll didn't fade out. It's just not the top. No, I'm talking about in terms of popularity. It didn't fade out. 
No, it's not the. It might. It's not just. It's just not the number one brand music brand in America anymore. But well, that's what I mean. I don't think hip hop is gonna sit there because there's nothing else that's gonna. Well, gonna here's top my it. thing. The difference between hip hop and I think almost any other genre is the ease of access into it. Yeah, because everybody thinks that they're a rapper nowadays. Well, that but is, can't actually fucking rap. Well, no. learn what bars are, people. No. Learn how to count. Nigga, learn about similes. Learn nigga, about you know that shit double don't... entendres. No, Bruh. no, no. Because not everybody can sit there and get into this shit and then actually sit there and actually do it. You have to. They're do clearly it. doing it now, and that's why everything sucks, yo. Because everybody's trying to do something, man. Come Again, on. all that shit you said is great, and we know that's what you should have. But most of you niggas smoke a blunt. It's like, yo, you want to go rap freestyle? And guess what? It's and... fucking trash. And we know it's trash. My thing is when I say the ease of access argument, meaning most of these people, like, at least to be somewhat competent and make it in um, <laughs> rock and roll, you have to know how to play your instrument. You have to have some kind of level of craft that goes Oh, 100%. Shit. There's no faking that shit. Exactly. Nowadays, they have programs. It's not Millie most Vanilli. People, most people can sit there and just buy a beat <laughs> and not even have to really put in any work to get it, like you, or at least even that. And honestly, with this shit, it's all flow. There's no substance. It's just flow. As long as niggas can bounce their heads to the beat, they don't care. Well, as long as it's melodic, they don't care, too. Yeah. All that. Yeah. But if it sounds good, it doesn't matter. And the problem is, that's fine, but at some point, the rubber has to meet the road. And at the road it point, ends up being fucking trash, bro. That's why we no, got and I think right, right now, now. I think right now what hip-hop is, is waiting for a level, re- a, uh, a heat check, I guess you would say. A heat check. Same thing with the Spotify rappers. Like as much remember, there was a time when Spotify rappers was kind of running the world, and then eventually most of them niggas. If not you mean all, SoundCloud? Thank you. My bad. SoundCloud. <laughs> I was like Spotify rappers. What's the fuck is Spotify? Yeah, shout SoundCloud. Spotify. Anyway, yeah, shout but Spotify. SoundCloud, but SoundCloud rappers. Keep sending us like, those checks. They're fucking great. You done? No, I'm not. <laughs> no, I'm not. Not at all. Not at all. Why would I not be done? No, but for real, seriously, do shout out to Spotify. Keep sending those checks. They're fucking great. Can I finish my point now? Yeah, you can. You got it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but no, like, even with the Spotify, I'm saying, damn, SoundCloud rappers, right? <laughs> he did nearly, it all of them, nearly, nearly all of them that were just SoundClouders and couldn't find that next way to make a next step, eventually none of them are here no more. Mm-hmm. Who's still listening to Little Pump? Who's still listening to Little Pump? Exactly. Nobody. Matter of fact, didn't he just do a gimmick? He's just doing gimmicks now. Like, the last thing I heard about him, he shaved off his eyebrows. Again, so we now listen to his music. I never listen to his music. But same difference. Like, I'm saying, though, every, eventually there is a heat check. I think now, where I think, honestly, hip-hop, where it's been, it has really been waiting for a heat check to come through. Mm-hmm. It's just it hasn't happened yet. And it just, it just so happens that we're in a kind of a downward... Well, I'm sorry. I don't give a fuck how niggas try to split it up. Fifty years of hip hop and we don't have no number one, no number ones, anything. I'm exactly. Sorry. Welcome to the dark no. side, Coley. It's it's real over here, son. Like yes, that I know shit that is crazy. That I shit know. Is crazy. Who, who disagree with you? Didn't you? No. Oh, okay. Well, damn. So happens you don't listen to niggas' arguments. I don't. But no. he's talking bullshit like you. Oh, see what I did there? Anyway, God. Now nah, you thought. Nah, I did. But no, like, even even then, though, 50 years and no hits, I'm sorry. Like, even the trashest bitches the last year can still get you a number one hit. Like, hell, even Ice Spice was good for, I don't know if it's the number one, but at least the shit, Matt. The shit. I mean, it was the months thing, right? I think so. Something like that. So, I think, yes, I think rap is in a very bad place. And I think 
And my thing with rap is that I I think rap isn't going anywhere, but I don't think we can keep resting on that to keep it here. If you know what I'm saying. Um, explain. Because nobody thought rock and roll was going to go anywhere until it finally went somewhere. Mm. Nobody thought country or blues was going to go anywhere until it finally went there. So if if this is the product that hip hop has given us, like literally, honestly, looking at other genres of music to hip hop, it does look like a clown show at this point. Yeah, it's because we people, but who do we blame for that? Do we blame the labels? We can't blame the artists because they're just trying to get on. Per se. No, oh my god. No, I'm kidding. I said I'm joking. I'm joking. That was a joke. I just wanted to see I, your face. I mean, you because joke. we can't blame the artists. No, nah, you joke, but like honestly, but there's a lot of people who think like that. Who think you can't blame the artists first when it's the shit they're putting out? It's the shit that they're putting out. It's it's a it's a mixture of that and the labels. They're rapping like that because they know that they're gonna get on if they sit there and talk about that type of shit. Like I've literally gone through the system like that. Could have gotten signed at seventeen and everything like that, but then the deal didn't go through specifically because I didn't fit like a thug portrayal. Portrayal. They were like, I, I quote you not, and it was from a source mixed with Def Jam. And they sat there and said that the reason why the deal didn't go through per se was because like we need like a fifty cent type. They wanted, like, because 50 was crazy hot. So they wanted, like, a thug rapper who's sitting there talking about shooting guns and shit like that. No, and I get that. And mind you, when you... Not that I don't know about that, but I was like, that's not what I want to rap about. I don't want to rap about shit like that. There's enough people rapping about shit like that. But no, I'm saying, like, when you you did that, that's one thing. But, like, nowadays, though, there ain't no... Yeah, this is back in, like, 2000 and, like, I want to say six, seven... Like so 2008 you, yeah, That's what I'm saying. Like, now, there really ain't no excuse. Because, yeah. honestly, most of these niggas out here is low-key making it without a label if they're doing it the right way. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, like who's an example you can think of? Honestly, most of the Dreamville niggas. They have a deal, though. They do now. But for what got them there, though? Oh, but if we got them there, yes, then yes. Like Jid, for example, he's a fucking superstar. Same thing. Earth Super- Gang, like all Earth the, Gang. Yeah, like so. When um, I say like, when I say like, you know, loot. When I say without him, when I say without a deal, though, I'm not saying you have to go forever without one. No, but to get to on a level where people are looking at you and know that's your brand, and for getting them to buy into it now, it's a different ball game. Right. Like because of ironically the SoundCloud niggas, the really the label thing ain't really mattering. If you if you bring in numbers, if you have an audience, they'll buy into it. It doesn't matter what it is. As long as they know they can get a return on the investment. Now, with most rappers nowadays, they'll probably get the return on investment on the insurance claim when that nigga gets killed. Right. Or. They got life insurance now. That is a policy. Yeah. yeah. And mind you, I think, I think, it's, it was I think it's so fucked up. It. And I think it's crazy. But then again, at the same time. It's extremely fucked up. At the same time, though, I can't get mad when you know these niggas decision making isn't 100% correct. It, or isn't where it needs to be. So I can understand why they do it too. Why can you understand why they do it? Because of... If I'm going to invest millions of dollars into you, I need to make sure I get something back. And if I clearly see you don't make the best decisions, and mind you, I'm not talking about like a pop smoke where like that nigga is just, that was just some unfortunate shit. Extremely unfortunate because... Well, like, I'm, th- I'm, thinking like, I'm thinking like niggas like King Von who even though they got a way out, they like the street shit. They like that ignorant shit. So they don't want to leave it alone. Matter of fact, it's crazy that you bring up those Chefs G... Um, I mean, you bring up those people because another example of that is uh, like because you said Pop Smoke and you said uh, who's the other guy? You just said you said Pop Smoke and um, oh King Von yeah, is Chef Z, Chef G, who just at Sleepy Hollow. Sleepy Hollow not so much because he is he's just 
it's like a gunner situation. He's just guilty by association. They haven't found really anything on him, but like because he's associating with them, da 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 da. He's he's brought into it too. But Chef G, I just watched a video earlier today about Chef G and all the shit that he was doing when he had no fucking business doing it. He was had he had millions of uh, views on YouTube, which brought in lucrative money, which brought deals. He got a deal. He then you don't need to be doing that shit anymore. He was making like he was offering niggas like five k a piece to like hit and shoot niggas. So if you're offering 5K, that means you're rolling in it. You have to be rolling in something and everything and making a decent amount of money. And he moved to Short Hills, New Jersey. Short Hills, New Jersey is not a, by the way, for everybody who doesn't know, Short Hills, New Jersey is not a cheap place to live. Jersey in general is not a cheap place to live, but Short Hills is one of the most affluent places in the fucking country. So... For him to have a suburb out there... I'm sure his mom to realize how broke you are. Facts. <laughs> That's it. Listen, that put your listen, shit in perspective real quick. Listen, going to Short Hills Mall the first time, I was like, God damn, yo. They got they have a whole floor just dedicated to fucking luxury. Gucci, Louis, you name it. Hermes, all that shit. Right on that floor. Shout out to Short Hills, though. I wasn't broke when I went in there, though. But... Shit, it makes you feel like you're broke. It was when you left. <laughs> nah, not really. But shit, shit was still fucking crazy. The prices were still fucking crazy. But but no, like um, I'm, I'm sorry, my bad. With the yeah, yeah good. That just I'm sorry. It really just hit me that I, I think, forgot my point. You got it. Um, my bad. Let me let you let me get let that get that point out because I I think it's my take to another direction. Okay, I got you. So basically, what I was saying is that there was no need for Chef G to be doing the shit that he was doing, but he was still stuck in the street mentality. He was still stuck in a gang mentality. Like, and you're the leader. You're the dawn at this point. That's like me getting on and then sitting there and having you and everybody else in JLD do street shit when we started when we, were, we wasn't doing. Even though, even though we 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 don't need to be doing that shit now. I would not trust half them niggas with anything close to street shit. I'm being real. With you. Yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. Like, but JLD, we don't have a lot of street niggas in anything. We don't need to. You know what I mean? Yeah, just stop it, stop it. So, so, but. It's still based off trust and all that other shit. But I would never sit there and lead y'all personally down a path of destruction like that. Especially once we get on. Once we're on. And then, and if we stay on. It's like Drake said. Now that I'm on, I just want to be focused on staying on. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not trying to get back off. Why the fuck would we be trying to be getting back off when we're here? Me, but I feel like J.O.D. would have the most hilarious Rico case ever. Because they would have to go through our group chat. Yo, yo, honestly. <laughs> that shit would be funny. <laughs> Our group chats are nuts, We sit yo. there talking about going to jail for 50 years and these niggas reading the group chats and we laughing. That's right. Crazy. Like the group chats thing. But explain your point, though. But no, um, when I say um, about like... Uh, so the point I was making is that why I think hip-hop itself is um, kind of a hard place now because I think we have a much greater presence of female representation in hip-hop. Like I think now um, hip-hop has become a place where females can thrive and are doing it on their own in a, in a very big way. I'm not not comparing them to the men or women. I would just think that they're really on their own. They're just winning. And I think the difference now is that when you have that kind of prominence, that kind of presence, that kind of platform, it starts showing a lot of shit that we don't, that doesn't look good. Like, perfect example, Essence Fest. Yeah. Like, a lot of times, like, Essence Fest is always, when I thought of Essence, uh, Essence Fest, I thought it was always... It was Essence based off the magazine, right? The Essence Magazine, right? I'm assuming. I did not know that they were throwing a festival all these years, by the way. Just FYI. Wow. Had no idea. Mr. Hip Hop over here. Anyway. Essence is not hip hop. It's black. It's black, but it's not hip hop. It's and a it's a part of black culture, but it's not hip hop. Go on, go on, continue. I'm sorry, rappers in black culture. 
Please, please, no, please, please. Not anymore. Please try to make some dumbass thing piece. No, no, not anymore. It's it's more. It's more. It's not just black culture. It was when it first started, but now it's way more. Diverse. Like most things, black. It started off black and something and it changed over time, but it's still a part of black culture. It's ninety eight percent black culture. Yes. They're still doing a black art form in a black culture. They are doing black they're things still, in a black culture. That's still a black but co- they're still a part of the Nigga, culture, bro. They're still part of the hip hop culture. They're yes, still part of the hip hop culture. They're part of it. That doesn't that doesn't change that it's a black culture. I never said that it wasn't a black culture. I'm saying that it's not all black. Okay, but because it's not. Okay, but you name what two, three outliers? That's still black. That's why it's a one percent thing. No, it's not, nigga. It's one percent, bro. You overthinking that, really? You really? No, it's not, bro. I'm I'm not being very. I'm not. I'm definitely not being very honest. You trying to overthink it? I'm not overthinking it. You're trying to point anyway. And that's what hip hop was about when it first came out. It was inclusivity. Okay, inclusivity. cool, but it's still a predominantly. It was for black, everybody. It's still predominantly black culture. Like, I, you yes, it predom- I'm you nobody. Cannot, there's nothing about hip hop that you can separate from black people, no matter if it's a white person doing it. I'm not saying that. But when, why would we separate from black people when black people started it, bro? I'm saying that why this is not rock and roll. Rock and roll. They did it with rock and roll. They're never doing that with hip hop. Hip hop would never allow that. How is it 99? And that's the case. Then Slim Jesus would have worked. It's just black culture. (laughs) That shit's still funny. Exactly. Stop it. You know what? I'm being real. I wish Slim Jesus would have worked out. Why? Well, well, why? I, I think I, I think I know why you're gonna say that. But good. Because the amount of energy niggas have for Slim Jesus, the niggas is the energy niggas should have had for Six Nine. Not gonna disagree with that. I would rather that Gummo record was still hard though. That beat was crazy. It's the beat, bro. Man, I don't give a fuck. I it's, it's the beat. That that record still that's the record still gets people hyped. I was at a bar recently and somebody hey, called most, out and niggas was still bopping. Most people it. who hate Six Nine will admit the nigga can make a catchy song. He just really wish he leave the other shit alone. So I mean, that's not hard to say. Like, hip hop is the main brand of. This, we might not agree He's like a troll, like kind of like how Riff Raff is. Hip hop is the main brand that we no might not to agree with this nigga. Hip hop is the main brand that we might not agree with this nigga do, but we respect the art form at after a certain point. Most niggas who hate Eminem with is six the, nine eh, but with M yes. And I'm saying like even even niggas who hated six nine can admit he was snapping on that gummo beat like. He made a catchy song. Yes, he made yeah, a like, record that's, out of it. Yes. that don't take nothing. That ain't, that ain't nothing for niggas say that. I've heard hood niggas who hate this nigga. Admit that that shit is that shit yeah. is hard. Yeah, no, no, no. Most that, niggas that song's like, still hard. It's, yeah, most it's niggas still would hard. say like we could put it on right now and niggas would still get hyped. Yeah, yeah we, we, most niggas would rather you we do this shit rather than you know just the whole fiction. So like Slim Jesus, I would much rather niggas say this is a dramatization and realize than having niggas still going out like FBG Duck on the middle of a fucking freeway. That shit was sad, bro. But yes. I, I don't I honestly I can't call it sad no more. I'm just like it is what it is. Nah, it was it was it was it was sad, man. It was sad. I know. I was I'm saying that to say I just don't know if I'm that desensitized to it. I just can't care no more. It is what it is. Right, right. Cause at this point, I'm honestly when a new rapper comes out, I'm like, all right. And depending on depending on what the type of what they're talking about, what type of time they're on, I'm like, let's see how long this lasts. I'm not saying like let's see how long he lasts, but just how long the ride lasts. Right. But um when I'm I'm sorry, back to Essence Fest, I mm-hmm. think what it it was like I think even the culture is admitting that we're getting to a point where it's not even it's not even a good look anymore. Mm. 
because um what's the India RE like as and this is just stepping outside of rap though yeah what did she say but basically she was just saying like um basically there's a time and place for everything I never saw the full thing that she said you saw the full thing long story it it, it was a long roundabout trying to be it nice. was like a paragraph and some change yeah, right? it was, yeah, yeah, yeah a long yeah. a long story short just basically bitches there's a time and place for everything you ain't gotta be asked up as she said bitches. Bro, come on. That, that'd be funny, though. It's, come it, on, admit it. That'd be funny. Honestly, I feel like if she did, honestly, I feel like... These it would have missed it. It would have di- misdirected the point. No, but honestly, yeah. no. The way hip-hop is now, I feel like she called them a bunch of bitches there and she would probably pay attention more. Mm-hmm. Not gonna disagree with that's that. That's how... I'm not gonna disagree with that's that. That's how ass back with the culture is. Because right? everybody... Because, like, remember, like, years ago, like, well, bitch... The word bitch in general is, I think it's, it's contextual. It depends on who's saying it and how you're saying it. If it's one of them or a gay nigga saying it, it's okay. If it's one of us saying it, it's trash. No, you can sit there and say bitch to, to, to the girls if, you say, if you're saying it the right way. If you're say, but, and, but when I, and when again, I, and when I say right, saying, the I'm right way. That's dependent on the audience, but I'm saying. That's you know, what I'm saying, yeah. Usually, 9 out of 10, a gay man can get away calling women bitches way more than a straight man. And women don't care when other women do it unless they know it's a disrespectful thing. Oh, that's it's a disrespectful tone. It's a tone. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm saying I'm saying this because I recently had a conversation with a with a with a fe- with a female like a couple of weeks ago about this, and asked her like, "Yo, why is that such a difference?" She said, "It depends on who's." She said what you said. It depends on like who's saying it. Because if you're gay, you it's okay to say it. If this like. If you're um like another woman, it's okay to say it. But if you're a man, it depends on the context that you're using it. Because if you because if, if you say for example like yo you're that bitch, you get a thing, then they're gonna sit there. And a lot of times they're gonna be like oh they're gonna take it as a compliment. But if you say bitch, shut the fuck up or some shit like that, they're gonna feel offended. You know what I mean? Which is crazy. No, like, well, they try to compare it to the N word, and I was like no, 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 it's not as severe, but it definitely gets treated like the N word. Yeah, but then we don't allow like other races to say it though. As far as this, as far as the bitch word is concerned, men are the other race. True, that's the that's the difference. I'll give you that. Now, mind you, my own girl, I call her a bitch almost every time I talk with her. Like every since, like bitch. Yeah, I got I got people. That, I got girls exactly. that I talk to that's, where I say where I say bitch. And that's shit like what that. our yeah. relationship has has allowed us to do. And two, we don't. Do, I don't. I don't go up to any woman and say that. I would never do that because it's a mutual understanding. And that's yeah. And that's yeah. what our relationship allows for us. Right. So that's why it's very contextual and very based on and very um, malleable based on the audience. But with there, like, um, and that's why I say I like hip hop. And mind you, it's not even hip hop itself. But I think this is kind of the face of hip hop now, where it's like women half naked twerking and shit, doing wild shit. Like whether or not y'all want, whether or not that should be y'all representation, I'm not arguing because it really shouldn't. Mm-hmm. But it is. And even now, it's I think now we're at a point where it's starting. Some of starting to get so depraved. It's not even a good look anymore. So is that what Indiari was essentially saying? She was saying basically like there is a time and place for all this. And mind you, I agree to a point. Like I'm not saying you got to change who you are. Like I don't. My feelings towards Megan Thee Stallion aside, I don't want Megan Thee Stallion to change who she is. Did this happen? Did this happen with Megan while Megan was performing, or was yeah, it? Yeah, because I saw it was Megan and um, Janelle Monae. Janelle Monae. Did it happen during their performances, or did it happen like at the same time? That's what I'm. What do you mean? Like, did they like end up doing a song together? And no, like, it was just two, two. That, that's the thing. It was two different shows, two different art sets. Oh, because it was for, a festival, so it was two different sets. Yeah. Okay. It was just one. Megan Thee Stallion had a bunch of women on stage, been over twerking, and it was just like. It's not even fun to look at. It's just like, you know, this is played. Like, it wasn't even a good show. Right. And then Janelle Monet kept flashing her titties and just people was like, yo, we don't, 
this is not like and much she never said you you can't do that and the Ivy didn't say you couldn't do that no she, she was said saying time and place and I feel like if you're an artist you should be able to ne- not necessarily change the show but curtail it to the audience you're going to be playing for mm-hmm so and mind you, if that's this, if somebody can find see some find an issue with that, I don't know what to fucking tell you. My question is this: if you did, if they did that at Summer Jam, you think she would be in the area would be saying something? No, not really. Mm, because why? I think Summer, but then again, like Essence Fest and Summer Jam, two different type of vibes. Okay. And, right. mind, and mind you, because like Summer Jam, why well, respect the Stallions' performance at Essence Fest anyway? Huh? Isn't Essence? It's in essence more like for like R and B. Yeah, like about it. My, not R and B. Like soul. More like I would say more like black black excellence, grown sexy type of shit. Okay, no. And mind you, now that can get that can get raunchy, but even then, it's a level to how raunchy it gets. You get well, because a lot of those people who like, think about their demographic, their it's demographic a, are like a, older crowd, like people in their forties, fifties, and that's like why older women. and that's what people were saying, like why it wasn't hitting the scene because they're one th- these acts don't fit the festival. But they probably invited them because they're strong, powerful black women in 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 today's culture. I when think, I say strong, I mean like strong in terms of like their I presence. I think one is like pro- they got, they got I think presence. one is prominent right now because she keeps flashing her titties, and I think the other one just has connections that's going to make. We that can't sleep up. on Janelle Monae like she doesn't have like like good records and shit. I'm not. I'm again. I've never said that. I'm just saying though, as a for this one, especially for Essence Fest, it feels like they were just going for headlines. Rather than like going for like who was hot in the in social media, rather than like what makes a good festival. So you think they were perf- they were they were more focusing on like trying to get a moment rather than having a performance, which would have gave them a moment. Yeah. Okay. Because like even Nicki Minaj had headline F- Essence Fest, I think, mm-hmm. and even then she still killed it for what Essence Festival is. Yeah. Did she twerk during it though? I don't. Yeah, probably I don't, not. Well, one we probably would have heard about it. Well, one Nicki's not Nicki really doesn't do that much twerking. She really don't. No, she don't. She performs. She exactly, performs. She performs. and that's yeah, the difference. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right, all right. Like, I, I, I see Megan Thee Stallion. Like, like if we're being honest, all Megan Stallion has that's is twerking. twerking. Yeah. And Janelle Monae. I saw a concert of hers recently. Yeah, I and was honestly, like, she I didn't, for like seventy percent of it. Exactly. Yeah. And like Janelle Monae, all she like her popping her titties. I was like, yo, girl, it's honestly like I never thought I'd see a pair of titties like they played, but this shit just played. Honestly, like it's. It's her marketing scheme, but then again, if you look at Janelle Monae, like how 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 long has she been doing well, yeah, this? Here's this, my thing with that though: brown freedom shit, hippie type shit. She's been on. She's been on it for like what, like about a year. Okay, you now know my what I'm thing, my thing is the whole hippie shit fine, but whole flicking her titties out. That's no, that's what no. The hippie shit is part of that gimmick. No, you know I what I'm saying? That, I Versus, get, like... I get that, but... What she was, was doing years ago, because years ago, she wasn't doing shit yeah, like, like she this, had right? the Yeah, like, she had the butler aesthetic, and which is... Yeah. Honestly, which I love, which most people love her for, because, one, it was different. And the music she, was still fire. It was, the the music, music now is still fire. I, I listened to the album. It was it was good. I liked I, it. Hey, that's on you. I that Lipstick Lover song was dope. It didn't translate for me that well. Okay. All right. Why not? I don't know. Something about it... Incorporating like, into what you, you're talking about. Yeah, but like, when I say that, though, with her, it's like... Maybe... It wouldn't be as bad if it didn't seem as try hard and forced as she wants it to be. Like, if you happy about your body, cool. That don't mean you gotta keep flicking your titties out or get naked every five seconds. It's mm-hmm. it seems very try hard and very gimmicky rather than actually being a. You know how some people have like Usher, like I think Usher and Confessions had the best kind of rollout gimmick for an album ever, because there was some real life shit involved with that, and it's also a good fucking story for the album. Right, and it wasn't. It was natural. It had you naturally intrigued because of the whole chili situation, 
And then the whole, like, we Usher got a baby. Like, you know people still wondering what happened to the, what happened to the confessions baby. I'm like, it was never real. Yeah. Like, stuff we were like, talking about that earlier. Yeah, like, stuff like that. Where yeah, I yelled at me for it. Shit was crazy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was like, wait, it wasn't Usher's baby. That was Jermaine Dupree's story. Yeah. And everybody was, was like, no, that's not true. I was like, yes, it is. I just watched an interview about it. Gave us one of the best albums but of all time, but like, R&B albums of all time. But isn't that? But, but that's shit. what a rollout should do. It should enhance the album. Where this, it don't really enhance the album. It's just like, okay, girl, I get it. It just seems like it's try hard. Mm. And I'm sorry, like if, and mind you, if you ain't busting your titties out like that, don't give me good music. I need great music. I need life changing music. If you want to give me some shit, like, if you're gonna be doing shit like this, easier said than done. But I hear you. I'm not saying I'm not saying it's easy or not. I'm just saying though, if you're gonna go there, you have to go there, right? Like, think about Rihanna, Good Girl Gone Bad, versus how she was originally pitched to us. If you're gonna go there, you gotta go there, right? No, I agree. and that means with the aesthetic and with the actual album. And to me, this doesn't. It just seems like some weird feminist take my body back type shit, but nobody asks for it. <laughs> Especially at Essence Fest, I don't see the point of doing it at Essence Fest because, like, what type of what what were you going for with the crowd? Well, for Janelle Monae, when she was popping like her her her, her boobs out and everything like that, was like was like the nipple available? Or did she have like a pasty on? Or no, something? it was straight up nipple. Oh, oh. And mind you, if, I don't know if you were damn. Thinking... There goes there goes my defense in her because because yeah, a, a crowd full of grown women are gonna be like, "What? I have titties too. Why are we why are we doing this?" Unless they're like gay or some shit like that. Yeah, you know and I mean? also mind you, it wasn't. I don't think it was. Which, about... by the way, she, uh, come, turns out she's not. She's what she whatever. She's, she's like she's like she's like bisexual. I, I don't think. care. She's whatever she wants to be in the moment. Uh, whatever. <laughs> but <laughs> with that saying. though, like even when when that happened, like it, it'd be one thing if it just if she did it, but it seemed like she was trying to force it. Like it felt it, if you saw it, it just seemed really. Awkward. I didn't. I I saw like a like a little clip of it, but if it was bad quality. If you well, if you seen the video, it just looked really awkward and, tr- and for like a lot of this is forced. Like there's no like the sexiest women don't have to take her clothes off, right? Right. There's a thing the, called allure. Yeah, you can be sexy without taking your clothes off or showing or showing any type of skin or anything like that. Like I know, I know women and girls because there's a difference between the two who who are all legal. By the way, because I have to say this for 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 for, for uh, the sake of it, but who walk in a room and and just a and just a dress in general, and they are and they own the room. The dress is not tight. It's not see through. Nothing. But their presence and everything just screams out sexy. Like, their vibes and everything just, it gets at you. And people want to get at you for it. And people get at them and everything like that. Like, and then I know girls that have revealing outfits who wear a reveal, and women who wear revealing outfits or wear seafood shit, and people don't pay attention to them at all. Like, and it bothers them, Cause it you gets, know? It, after it's, a while, it gets played. And it's, I think this is kind of where we're at now, where all this, like, softcore porn rap is getting played out. Where the, and that, it's not just rap too, because it's doing it's the same thing with R and B, because which is practically almost dead at this point. And that I saw a video on that that somebody said about that too. That made an argument for that too. Well, and, I think personally at this point, well, now, female R and B. Besides, I well, not female R and B because SZA and Ari Lennox and Doja Cat. Doja Cat sings right. I mean, like that. I think she sings too. Like, yeah, yeah. like that. Like there's like there's like those people. That side is doing okay because They're of those up, three. Yeah. Oh, and Summer Walker too, but. Sorry, but like everybody else, it's not many. It's not many. You know what I mean? But it's because of what you're saying. The the 
the point that's well, being made now, out there. It's I think like, nowadays it's, it's not enough variety. There well, we go. Hear me, hear me out. Nowadays, you. to your point, I would say like we can't tell the R and B chicks from the rapper chicks no more. Exactly. Like like back in the days, you could tell a little Kim was different from a total. Or and, wait, I'm sorry, real quick, just for yeah. Mind you, this is not us trying to do a deep dive takedown on female rap. This is just. We're speaking on... This is a compliment to female rap and how much more prominence it has now in today's rap. Oh, yeah, because don't get me wrong. Do, guys can get it, too. Pause. Because that sounds crazy. But, like, we can say the we, same we thing. We already addressed the niggas, though. There's, there's, no, there's no variety, though. Because everybody's saying, shoot them up, 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 I'm going to kill you. Well, you how many what? times you want to hear, yo, I'm going to kill you well, over you know the what? fucking radio, you know my dude? That? And mind you, I don't think this is necessarily a double standard. I just think in the necessary... It's not, because, like, it can be seen well, on both sides. No, I'm saying, but... but Rap, like, because every time I heard people, when, when people say, like, oh, women always, talk, the female rappers always talk about sex, 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 whatever, and it gets boring, and then they always say, well, all the guys talk about... It's murder, and, murder, murder, and it gets boring. I think the difference is, though, a nigga drug dealing in Cali is going to be different than a nigga trapping in New York. You feel me? Right. And, like, for vice versa, I think a nigga doing that in Chicago is going to be different than a nigga in Detroit. Mm. Whereas, if I keep seeing... If all the girls like, there's only one way you could. There's only so many ways to keep rap about sucking dick. Like, <laughs> not trying to be funny, but sucking dick's going to be the same in California as it is in Florida, right? Yeah. So I think, and mind you, I'm not saying like it's a better or worse thing. I just think that the shelf life for talk, rapping about sex runs out quicker than it does about rapping about like actual real life situations and shit like that. I agree. Because say say what you want, like if a nigga, and mind you, this is why I'm, I'm not trying to be. Like say one's better than the other because it's how it works out, but like a girl talking about fucking a lot of times is just she's pretty and that works for her. Whereas trap niggas like there's a certain base level of skill you got to do to make that shit work because you you a trash trap nigga you don't eat. Well then then again okay so like just to make like for the sake of like the um to play devil's advocate a woman talking about sitting there and fucking and it works for her you can do it in a certain way and it works for you. Like, for example, Kim, the reason why Kim works so well and Foxy works so well is because they did it. They talked about that, but they talked about it in such a way that it made you want to sit there and listen to it. Like, what's one of little Kim's, like, famous lyrics, yo? Um, Hot damn hoe, here we go again. Hard as a rock. Gun big as a cock. Put something out. Take times and stops. Oh, take it out. Parking in the parking spot in the parking lot. That's from The Quiet. The Storm. Great fucking song. Everything like that, right? Now, talks about it. Nah, I got talks you. about it. Now, compare that. Puts it in such a nice frame. A, there's, a way, there's an artistic way of phrasing. Like, puts a nice bow on it. There we no, go. No, we're talking about It's the phrasing of it all. Yeah. Because think about R&B in the 90s. R&B in the 90s, the main, the main goal of the game was saying, I want to fuck you without saying, I want to fuck you. <laughs> Yo, honestly, when you really look at it, yes. Yeah, that's what it no, was. And that's, and it, but it worked. And that's where the artistry comes and it's in. it sold. It's sold like a motherfucker, yo. Exactly. Because sex is always going to sell. Let's, let's start there. Yeah, and compare, compare Nikki, um, Lil' Kim's The Quiet, right? Compare that to WAP. Or compare it to the, to not even just WAP. Because WAP, even though no, it's, I, it's, I know it's WAP, filthy. To me, just WAP is just a great amalgamation of everything wrong with right now. N- not even. Because there's a new song that's taking over that. That Pound Town shit. Nah, bro. It, that Pound Town shit is fuck. I, you like that shit? No, like, no. Like, I'm not saying that. But not, I don't think any song has had the kind of... Okay, because if you're going off an of impact, then yes, right. That's why I'm saying. Then I'll give that to you. Because that's what I'm saying. We're talking. Aren't you talking about just like in no, general? No, no, right, no, no. Right, I'm right, talking. Right. I'm simply talking about from 
how he was done from an older generation to now. Okay, yes. And plus, because think the, about the, the quality went downhill. Exactly, because while all of it, every of the bars is, I want to suck it, fuck it, ride it, slip it, slide it, something like that, whatever. Whereas they had to sit there and, and pump it. <laughs> Like like a gas station, you know, <laughs> crazy shit. But no, but we're, like I'm saying, the artistry went down considerably. And mind you, if that's and that's one thing. But even then, Kim and Foxy had to be balanced out or balanced out with like a Lauren Hill or even like just overall the rap game was not as one sided as it is now. Because mm-hmm. you had hood niggas, but then you had niggas like Outkast. Yeah, Outkast, or you can like say, say what you want, or De La Soul. New York, you got the Wu-Tang, the roots. You knew you got Wu Tang, and then you got the Fuji's. Even though yep. they might not have, might be from the same close to the same area, the experiences are different. The POVs are different. The vibes are different. Right, they were. They like sold a fucking um tribe called Quest. Two different vibes, but on the more positive tip. Right. We don't have too many positive positive side rappers no more. I'm not saying positive because I think positive got boring after a while. We okay. We don't have we. we we do have positive rappers. They're just not getting pushed like that okay, unless they're right, big names right, like J. Cole. Right. Well, not Kendrick, positive, I mean I mean Drake. I mean on a mainstream level, not I'm talking mainstream. J. Cole, Drake, I wouldn't call Kendrick. Them, I wouldn't call them necessarily positive. I was calling them non toxic. Like No positive. Because well, they talk they no, talk about positivity just, in their songs. They're just the opposite of gangster rap. They're not that's not posi- that's not positive. That's not necessarily conscious to me. It's just it's just they make records. Those are just artists. No, they make no, no. There is positive songs in there, bro. There's, there's positive. I know, I know. That's oh, why people okay, cling right, to them so much. Me, me right. That being not rapping about gangster shit don't make you a conscious rapper. J Cole would be considered a conscious rapper. I say Cole has conscious moments. Same thing with Kendrick. I wouldn't call him conscious rapper. Okay, Kendrick is definitely a con- can be a conscious rapper. Drake was used to be conscious too. He, My, nah, he used bro, to be. Bro, bro. He, he says it in the bar. I, I he get, says it in the bar. I, I would have had more fan. I would have had all of your friends if I didn't go pop and I stayed on some conscious shit. He has. I know. I, I like. So nigga, yes. I get the point what you're saying. But right. these are backpack niggas, and this is why I say these are different lanes for a reason. We different subgenres of hip hop for a reason. Exactly. I get you. Okay. So all right. Conscious, I follow, and I, follow. I say conscious niggas. When I, conscious niggas, if you really want to look at what a conscious rapper is, it's a very specific archetype. It is. It is. These are because there is no Andre three thousand today that we can compare it to. Not one that's like mainstream. Like maybe if you find like a the closest I can say is Big Crit, but that's a whole different conversation. But Big Crit, I can't even count him. I can't count him. And the reason why I can't count him is not because he's not dope. It's not because he hasn't produced in a while. Everything like that he's from more from twenty ten era. He's from Drake, Cole, and Kendrick, cool. Wayne, and Wale's era. Sean, he's from that era. But same thing with fucking Andre. He ain't produced shit since the early 2000s. That's the last time much. he had a thing was on Killer Mike's album that he came out like a month ago, which was fucking fire. Not just, just Andre 3000. Shout out to Killer Mike for that album. That album was fucking phenomenal. Yeah, Currency was on that too. And he killed it. With so that, it's 2 chains. But with that right there, mm. that's a whole different kind of lane. Whole different kind of lane. So, And that's why I say I had argued my Matter of fact, Killer Mike is a conscious rapper. Yes. Yes. Now my 100%. thing is my thing is that, and that's why I told I was arguing my nigga with this about Kendrick. Like, I don't think Kendrick's not, Kendrick is not a conscious rapper. He, he has conscious moments. He's a he's a backpack rapper who raps pure, mostly through social commentary. He's versatile. Cool, but and again, social commentary rap is different than conscious. Very. Ice Cube was social commentary rap. It's right. not conscious. There's a two. There's a very. There's a big difference between the two. And that's why I say just because it's not. It's not. Negative doesn't necessarily make it positive. Sometimes it's just niggas just making making records. Mm-hmm. Like 
Perfect example. Kanye was on some conscious shit. Mm-hmm. Like back in the day, like because think about the niggas he first albums. three albums. Yeah, yeah. Dark Twisted was not conscious. No, no, I, I, it had conscious moments. No, no, I wasn't arguing. I was okay, okay. I was, I was about to say. I was just checking, thinking about it was a heartbreak, but that's a different conversation. That's a yeah. That's a. I don't particularly count that as a rap album because it's not. It's more like an R and B like. Yeah, I'm not arguing. That. I'm not arguing that because what, what niggas think is rapping not nah, is weird nowadays. It's very weird. But, <laughs> but those on. first three albums, like, look at the niggas he associated himself with. Like all those niggas are what you would call quote unquote conscious rappers. Now, do I think there are times a catcher can fit in there? Sure, but he's not staying in that pocket with them niggas. Kendrick is a, that's why I say it's social commentary rap. Rather, he'll talk about it, but he's not doing certain shit that other niggas is doing. Right. Same thing with Ice Cube and Nas. They reported on what was around them. Now, it was steeped in gangster rap, but it was more social commentary. Mm-hmm. All this to say, hip hop needs a reset. I think we're on the way to one. No, I, I, honestly, I think we're not on the way. I think we're here. I just think something needs to... You know what it is? I think something needs to break the dam. So, yeah, there's got to be an artist that's going to come out. Because, like, somebody asked this the other day, and it was very really interesting, um, and it's true. Who is the next... Who's the next generation's, like, who leaders of who, hip-hop, who, hip-hop, who's going to take it to the next level? Because, like, last people that we have now is Drake, Kendrick... Cole. And one thing I would the say about The three-headed giant. And they're about to... They're damn near about to retire. Well, that's the thing I also would say about those two. I don't think hip-hop is in a space where we've ever had a space where niggas have been lasting more than 10 years as straight rappers. Besides Jay. No. Not Jay. No, not 10 years. He didn't do 10 years. My bad. He did like 8. No, and that's why I don't... Yeah, cons- niggas bad. like Jay, Snoop, they didn't do it as rappers. They did it as something else besides a rapper. Jay did it as a businessman. Snoop did it as a personality. Those weren't they weren't doing it as rappers. Right. Colin Colin Drake did it as rappers. Kendrick, only reason why I can't put him there is that nigga's too infrequent when he drops. No, no, he he Com- compared no. to Drake and Cole. Yes, he's very yes. Compared to Drake and Cole, yes, but it's it's he still can sit there and stay in that conversation because when he no, did, I'm not saying when he does drop it was it's yes, it's a movement fine, it's a thing but... he moves away. He's one of those artists that like he's like a Frank Ocean. He's allowed to be in that space because because okay, well, the material he's put out is so yes we get impacting that, that he cool. can do we, that we we get that fine. Right. But when it comes down to actual production, what they produce over the years. He has not been nearly as consistent as some other niggas. No. Now, mind you, not, every, not in that every aspect, artist's no. race is not the same. So some niggas can get away with that where others can't. But Kendrick is one of but the people that can get away I, with that. Okay, again, can I please get the point out? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. This is what he's saying. I just think the difference being, though, is that once when you have two niggas who have been doing it consistently and never really stopped, like Kendrick and Cole, it's different than when you see a nigga who picks, who gets his foot in where he wants to. Right. Like is it like the same way as a talent for Kendrick to come in and out the game and still be on top? I think it's equally a talent to stay in the game and stay on top. Like a Drake. Yes. Because people really try to sit there and say that ghostwriting thing like really has impacted Drake's career. People want, people, but, but people, to. but that's just more so people wanting for him to not to not admit that he's as good as he is. That's same that's, thing, that's same thing with the Pusha T. They wanted Drake to take an L so bad they gave it to him. When honestly, that Pusha T shit wasn't that impressive to me. It really wasn't. It wasn't that impersonating, but it still put a, it put it, it did what it needed to do. It put a chink in his armor because before that, before all that came out and everything like that, before all that came out, Drake was. Untouchable, even yeah, before the thing, even though. before the Meek Mill shit, he was also though. untouchable. Who back did then. That, that benefited Pusha T more than it did anybody because one, 
Where's Pusha T now? Still noted. Still, still, still noted. What do you think? Now, apparently, beefing with Jim Jones. But that shit was great, too. That's going to put more material out there because he's still going to sit there and think. But he's always going to be known. He's always going to be known on top of his legend of being with the clips and being Pusha as the guy that played Tink so in, in, in another nigga's career. Yes. Yes. Oh, and being... Um, Kanye's like right hand man so too. footnote in two niggas well Kanye's there. like secret weapon kind of like how Banks was for 50 hey, I, hey, hey say put yeah. it how you want to it's a footnote in two other niggas careers listen but listen Pusha push still got it yo. no I'm and again that's what I'm saying but Pusha as good as he is on his own if you think about what you remember him now for most of the time it's only he's ever relevant when he comes out beefing with Drake I don't know if I can ride on that. Come uh, on, bro. That level of rev- relevancy, please, come on. Let's not play this game. Wait, the level of rev- rev- uh, relevancy when he what? When he sat there and went against Drake? He doesn't get that kind of relevancy on his own. Even the last time he was relevant, his album came out, that was okay. Wait, we- it's almost dry. Okay, okay. Niggas okay. mentioned the To pushing- that level, to that level where he was being mentioned by people outside of hip-hop and shit, yes, I'll give you that. Yes. Exactly. That, that one I would when give people- People, his last album, niggas mentioned it. It was always a conversation, but it was never the main character. It was like, oh yeah, you know, Pussy putting the album out. Oh yeah, it was decent. Next, that's it. And it was a great album, too. Almost, it's almost rap. It's a great album. Cool. That's great follow up to Daytona. The difference is, though, niggas keep trying to make, say Daytona's a classic because of that Drake beef. No, Daytona was a classic because Daytona was a good fucking album. Man, y'all niggas gas. It was a great fucking album, bro. Y'all niggas gas. Did you listen to it? Yes. It was a great fucking album. Never mind. The story of Adi Don's not even on that shit, son. I know. I'm not saying it was. I'm but he was it. riding off of the coatel yes, of the Drake beef. Yes, damn. so I'll give you that. That part I'll give you. But it didn't help. But it added <laughs> on to the fact. What added on to the legendary legend of that old shit and that whole wave was the fact that when he did come out with something, it was a good fucking album. He didn't. That shit has Wait, no skippables. No skippables. Why can't this be a good album? Nothing about that shit's classic to me. Go listen, go listen to it again. <laughs> go listen to Daytona again, again and tell me that that's not a classic it's album. It's not a classic bro. album. I'll it's say a classic it. album. I'll, Daytona ain't no fucking classic album. And Hold on. Opinion. Hold on. No. <laughs> now, I think in the space in the space we have now where it's nothing but hyperbole, I don't think we have places anymore for just a good album. I don't think it's either a classic or it's trash. No. Yeah. We listen. We have plenty. I'm time. sorry. I think that shit is trash. Argue with your mother, not me, nigga, because I'm not doing it with you. No, don't worry. I'll argue with him. Well, I'll argue with him because he's fucking like he has an opinion. It's a wrong opinion. He's entitled to it. It's a crazy opinion, but you're entitled to it. So I think that's the wrong thing. You're not wrong. Your opinion's not wrong. You have your opinion, bro. But it's all good. But speaking of like opinions, you know what I mean, and the shit that's crazy. What is going on with boundaries, yo? What is going on with boundaries? I don't know. Depends on who we talking about. Did you see Jonah Hill? Yeah. Is is he wrong? Do you think he's wrong? I think as far as well, this is not what I think. I think this is I. This is what I believe social media feels. Who has the bigger paycheck is who's allowed to have boundaries in us. The one with the smaller money amount has to shut the fuck up and take whatever they get. Okay, that's an interesting thing. I'm, 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 I'm hearing you. Because I'm, I'm going across two different situations. All right, go on. Because the beautiful thing about this was it happened at the time it did the Jonah Hill thing <laughs> because we were just coming off the heel, the heels of that Kiki Palmer situation with her boyfriend. Oh, right? don't worry. We'll get to that in a second, but that's about good. But go on. No, I just, I just love how boundaries work depending on who's the breadwinner. 
Also, you're saying that people are just picking and choosing when to be mad and shit? Oh my god, imagine social media picking and choosing. No, imagine life being like that. Isn't that some shit, yo? Imagine these niggas never keeping a Life is a seesaw, man. Imagine these niggas never keeping a seesaw. It's a seesaw. The seesaw of life. That was the name of the episode. That's not the name of the episode, you lying bitch. That's mine. Fucking try me. I definitely put it as that. Bro. <laughs> the seesaw like. That's why we, um, we ain't getting that thousand listeners. Literally, whack ass title. Like we're going to get it. We already got a thousand listeners. Shout out to the 1,300 people who we ain't getting press no play on our shit. And keep pressing play. Keep going, baby. You ain't stopping the dynasty. We ain't getting no you ain't more stopping with that trash ass Not at all. Trash ass Not titles. at all. J-O-D forever. Continue. And ain't going to be forever with them trash ass titles. And the trash ass titles. Anyway, yeah, right. We have a Beyonce versus well, Tacos episode. Stop. That's catchy. Does he sound stripping for Jesus? That's memorable. Very memorable. What? Don't come for our episode titles. Our episode titles are golden. What the fuck is the seesaw? Blocking your sounds... blessings was our last episode. That shit sounded great. Yeah, the seesaw light sounds like a trash ass self help book. We can make it a self help book. Sell it from thousands, Bro. millions, all that shit. Listen, anyway. don't tempt me, nigga. <laughs> you want to explain to them what the Jonah Hill situation was? Jonah Hill basically, okay, so Jonah Hill basically was outed by a female that he once dated. Um, I said once dated because I found out, came to find out very recently that that was his ex. And that this whole man has a whole, just welcomed a whole baby and is married. And this all came out that he put a list of boundaries of when he was dating, when he when he was dating and what his requirements are for it. Now, it, it's like a whole little mini list that that's there that she put out for it. And I saw a lot of people saying as a therapist and using therapist talk, and I actually saw an actual therapist saying that this is just a form of control and stuff like that. Listen, sitting there and establishing your boundaries and saying that I am not comfortable with this in terms of our relationship is not sitting there and using it as a form of control. Being a therapist and, like that. and having wisdom are two different fucking things. 100%. Because there's a lot of therapists out here who don't know what they're doing. I'm not, I'm, I'm going to be honest. No offense to anybody in my field and everything, but anybody knows that this Honestly, is true. Honestly, no. It's an unspoken truth. I know you're not a therapist at all, so I'm not going to ask you like that, but just... I am, though. But go on. Okay, whatever. Same. I didn't... My bad. I know you, y'all niggas get funny with the words. Stop it. <laughs> you know I'm right, though. Stop it. You know I'm right. Continue. I'm not anyway, I'm to entertain that bullshit. But you know I'm right. Go, anyway, go, anyway, keep anyway keep long story short, I'm just being real. Long story short, though. Would... As a therapist, would you go out like that and be diagnosing people without actually, you know, spending time with them to really know what's going on with them? Or are you going to sit there and go off of text messages? I wouldn't, I wouldn't sit there and tell them about it. If I was, no, I'm saying I'm, that's what I'm saying. Would you go on? Would you go on live with your on your platform, whatever you want to call it, and sit there and be diagnosed with people without actually doing a fair evaluation of what the situation was? No, because that's unethical. You wouldn't be able to do that because, like, you're sitting there and you're you're not being you're you're being biased to one person's situation. Like, we don't know whether or not that this was a conversation that they previously have had and that she decided not to sit there and respect said boundaries if he said it out there. But we can sit there and say it's the same thing for the reverse, yo. What if it was something that she said that as an actor, I don't want you to... That's like, like, like I and I get some of the things that, that, that people were trying to sit there and twist around. Like, here, I brought up the list, right? Because there was one part of it where he was like, plain and simple, if you need... Like, if you don't, if you do these things that I'm not the right partner for you, surfing with men, 
boundary, boundary, boundary less. He sound put it out. He no, he put it as one word. I, I, know, I know. Break the big word down. Sound it out. Shut the fuck up. He put it as one word. Boundaryless. Shut the fuck up. All right. Boundaryless inappropriate friendships with men to model to post pictures of yourself in the bathing suit to post sexual pictures. Friendships with women who are in unstable places and from your recent past beyond getting lunch or coffee or something respectable. Respectful, not respectable. Sorry, respectful, right? I'm not the right partner for you. I'm not the right partner for you. Fuck you. I'm not the right partner for you if things, these things bring you to a place of happiness and I support it. And there will be no hard feelings. These are my boundaries for a romantic partnership. Just the same way that Coley's not respecting my boundaries for trying to sit there and get the fucking message out to the people. The same Shut way, the fuck up, Coley. The same way. Anyway. The same way. No, 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 no. The same way you're not respecting that. our ancestors' boundaries <laughs> by learning how to read. <laughs> I know how to read. Blame fucking Joe the Hill for pointing out his words like and not knowing what a space button is. Like, come on, bro. All right. Um, These text messages is nuts. Anyway. <laughs> the spacing is crazy. Anyway. But I'm saying like yo, if these are his boundaries, right? For surfing with men and everything like that, I cause I saw people sitting there and saying like, yo, you wouldn't tell like like your woman that if you were dating X, Y, and Z. He's sitting there and putting that out. There's nothing he wrong not with it. dating X, Y, and Z. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> He's like, yo, it's it's the same way as him saying like, yo. If these are what the things that he wanted to do, but at the same time, these are the things that she was doing before him. So how can he sit there and be mad at that? It's more so of, listen, these things don't make me comfortable. You can respect that. If you don't respect that, then it is what it is. We can't be a thing. That's basically that's basically a thing. But there can be a workaround. There could be compromises. Relationships are going to have to have compromises. It would be the same way, but that would be, but that would be the same way as if she's, let's say... Like she's saying that he can't be in sex scenes with women when he's in and and when he's doing films and shit like that. He'd be like, "Yo, but that's my that's what it comes with the territory. It's part of the job." You know what I'm saying? These are not things of control. It's just him saying things. And I also saw it's just him saying what it what he feels, right? Which there's nothing wrong with thing. There's nothing wrong with putting that out there. The problem comes with this. When people are saying that it's him trying to sit there control and manipulate her and she can't be a woman and everything like that, it's not a control thing. And it's not him being insecure. It's him just stating like his boundaries. Like I said, the reverse, we can reverse it and say that she could say the same things to him, but then he would act like how she acted. Be like, wait a second, what? Like, I was doing sex things before, like, I met you. This is just a thing that goes along with it. Like, it's just a part of it. So she... She should respect it, right? But say, like, yo, I'm not comfortable. The biggest problem that I have with this whole thing, and everybody putting their two cents in, especially other, when I saw what other therapists is doing, is them sitting there and putting it out publicly. Why are we publicly... What is up... And this goes with the Kiki Palmer situation, too. Why is everybody sitting there and putting their business online? Business that people in the public shouldn't be knowing about. This man has... I don't understand because when you saw this, did you think that they were together? Yeah. The John Hill and the girl. I don't know her name. No. You didn't think they were together? Well, first. Of all, I thought they were together. When I saw this, I was like, I thought they were together. When I first saw this on my timeline, I said I thought they were together. So I'm like, oh, that's crazy. But then once I found out that like, yo, this band is wholly married and just had a baby, and then she decided to put it out, I'm like, okay, now homegirl just looks better, bro. No, I was. I, don't, I didn't think they were together. So the fact that one. 
nobody would put that shit out if they're sitting there still riding the wave. So clearly, when it that only had only, maybe if they were bad, nah, people only, would sit there and say that. Only people that be exposing shit is when shit is either on the way out or it's already done. Mm. There's some unstable people out there, Coley. No, I get that. But yeah, nine times out of ten, we're not dealing with a fucking irrational serial killer. I'm just we're dealing with people in their emotions right now. Listen, but so, but emotions are facts nowadays. As people are trying to sit there and spin this narrative. Yeah, but the problem is, and mind you, this well, my whole thing with the situation is that one. Personally, I don't give a fuck if he told you you have to come out in a burger all fucking day every day of the week. I don't care. I would care because one, That's my thing is no. Hear me out. Mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck if his demands were irrational, insecure, whatever. He made them clear to you. It was your job to either get with it or move the fuck on. That was it. He presented them to you. It was either your job to pick him, pick that up or put it down. So what the fuck does this do to me? Because unless you're saying he forced you into a relationship and it held you against your will to do this shit with you. That's one thing, but we're, I don't think we're talking about I really don't think we're, that's not what we're talking about. What we're talking about right here is, clearly, he had boundaries in place for himself to be however what... And mind you, my thing with boundaries, it comes a lot of that comes into whatever makes that person who they are. Yeah. So, whatever it is, whatever his life experience had brought him <laughs> up to his me. point, whatever it took, those are his boundaries. Mm. Now, mind you, I don't... If you don't agree with that, then get out. And he can find somebody who has who has of who's of a like mind and can understand that and respect those boundaries so and operate s- within them. Okay. So again, if they, I don't give a fuck. He told you you had to sit there and wear a Charlie a fucking Hitler mustache and a Charlie Chaplin suit. I don't give a fuck. That's a little bit much, but okay. <laughs> no, I'm saying, but even then, that's but that's what they're trying to compare his demands to. Like they were whatever. That also, you saw the same shit that I did. I was. Yeah, I saw people bugging the fuck out no, as I'm, if he was like the like smacking her behind public no, and sitting there and holding her in the cage and shit. I'm like, wait, what? People? I was. I was like, that shit is crazy. You know what I mean? Like because it's not that serious. Like honestly, near, was, that that doesn't equate. Just because he's sitting there, and does, so do you think it's a double standard for men to have boundaries and sit there and, and put it up there in in terms of when it comes to a relationship? Do you think it gets the same level as awareness and respect? When a woman sets her boundary versus a man. In terms of the public realm. Not talking about individualistic. Do you think? What do you mean? I think it I, depends I just, on who's I the breadwinner when it comes to men. Really? Okay. I'm interested. Go ahead. Because usually... Well, alright. Let, let me finish that other point real quick with that whole thing. Right. If he told you... If my thing is, if he was an abuser, I don't think an abuser would there tell you in a plain text what they needed from you. Okay. That just sounds like, bitch, you didn't fill out the terms of contract, so he moved the fuck around. I'm not understanding what the issue is. I'm not understanding what points you thought you gained by bringing it to us. Because mm. honestly, to most people, because I, I know some women had her back, but to most people, it made you look crazy and desperate. I saw some of that, too. Yeah, so with that, and mind you, I the only people who are trying to make it seem abusive are the people who don't understand what happens when somebody clearly states their intentions and then stands on it. Because the only way she could be mad about that one is if he's if she if he was playing with her and then and then like be honest with how he felt about this shit. Do you think that this was a play for her to get like yes. sympathy and attention? My this happened right after the Kiki Palmer situation. What you think? I don't. Think I don't think it was just. I don't think she put it out as a recognize as a as a connection to the Kiki Palmer thing. I think she did it. No, it's. I not, think she I, did it because I, I, hold on, hold on, hold on. She, so, I'm, I'm saying yeah. it's not that. It's it's more of a striking while the iron is hot type of deal. 
Exactly. I was going to say she's striking when the iron is hot yeah, because of the sympathy it, of I'm that. not saying it's directly because of Kiki Palmer or whatever. Yeah. I'm not saying that. But to, well, let's, let's be real. This came out right after that happened and it deals with eerily the same issue. Respecting the other person's boundaries. Well, like I said, we can get to that Kiki Palmer thing in a second. No, I, I, I know. I'm not, I'm not talking about Kiki I'm talking about literally her. Oh, homegirl. Okay. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. This is not Kiki Palmer. She right. chose not to respect his boundaries by putting it online. Well, not just his boundaries. His privacy... Those are that's a boundary too. Yeah, no, no. I'm saying, listen, I'm breaking it down for them. I know me and you know this, but I'm saying nigga, like, and, nigga, you know, bro, privacy is a boundary, bro. How you be surprised how many people get that shit confused, bro? People get that shit confused a lot, yo. Here you go arguing for the point one percent. It's ahead. not the point one percent. It's way bigger than you think, yo. Because I saw people in the fucking comments on the sec- said post arguing about that shit, I don't, saying no, that privacy are, no, is no, not no, a boundary. Nigga, nigga, and I'm like, no, wait, come on, come on. Uh, those are not people. Those are NPCs. Social media, is bro. Not these a real are place. these these were people. Yeah, <laughs> he said these are NPCs. Social media is not a real. <laughs> Bro, most of the shit people say on social media when they would never say out loud in real life. Let's be very fucking honest. You would fucking think so. Bro, I've I'm, not some saying, surprising I'm not saying... People, but, like, no, but I agree with you. Most people who are on there doing that shit, they know that it does not... That's not what do they call life. them? Keyboard, keyboard warriors? Keyboard warriors, yeah. echo chambers. That, those things exist on social Think media. Think Yes. Yes. But usually when most people can... Most people have those beliefs but won't never say that shit out loud because it's when it's provided with actual genuine challenge. Right. It doesn't land. Right. So that's why I say... Those people do not. I do not count those people because they do not are not real opinions. That's, you don't have to count those people, but there are people giving those people like all the attention, all the attention. You know what I mean? I get that. That being said, with this shit, nothing about what he said was abusive or anything like that. Y'all can put whatever assignment y'all y'all can put whatever descriptive words y'all want into it. Insecure, lame, moist, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Ain't nothing moist about somebody's boundaries. If that's not something they don't want to put up with, they don't want to put up with that shit. Right. He didn't force her in there. He didn't force her to leave. He gave her a choice and she chose. So her coming out now, I don't give a fuck. And any dude trying to sit there and act like, oh, he was weird for making these decisions, like, dude, if you got if you don't have boundaries for yourself, that's fine, my nigga, but don't judge another niggas. Right. Right. Because I'm sorry, like, I don't know where it's at now where, like, being in a relationship means that you have to be cool with your girl around other niggas. Man, there's like, so many never, throughout the whole course of human history. Nobody's ever been okay with their significant other around other people. They shouldn't be. Yeah, but no, like um, and mind you, I'm not saying in a way like, oh, you can't have fem like male or female friends of the opposite sex. Nothing like that. But I mean, like, I think nowadays we just really act like certain boundaries get don't get crossed, and then other when somebody's mad now, we gotta act like they have a they're the problem. Like, I don't know. But how do you feel about it? How I feel about what's in particular. Like, when I say, like, um, how, like, they were saying he's insecure because he doesn't want her posting sexy pictures with other people around or other guys like that. I'm like, I'm not sure. Most people in the relationship don't want you doing certain things with uh, with your quote-unquote friends of the opposite sex if you're doing other outside shit with that. I mean, I can see I can see both angles. I can see why people sitting there saying that makes it seem like he's insecure. But I can also see the other angle of like, yo, if why would you sit there and post sexy pictures with other men for? What's the point of you being in a relationship then? You can't be in a relationship. But newsflash, everybody, you can't be in a relationship and act like you're single. <laughs> I know everybody keeps trying to make it seem, like social media is doing a very good job of making it seem that that's a thing, but that's not a thing. You can't be in a relationship and act like you're single. There is no... Wait, and if you're with somebody that's doing that... There's no point. There's no point. 
So just I'll say it again for the people louder for the people in the back. You cannot be in a relationship and act like you're single. Social media has done a really good job of convincing everybody that you can do that, but you can't. And if you're with a partner that's doing that, guess what? Your partner doesn't respect you and they're going to eventually either cheat or leave. Boundaries and communication is a real and not necessarily thing. in that order. <laughs> that's true too. <laughs> that, that's true too. They might leave you cheat, then come back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't go through toxic cycles. Don't be like Coley. Right? I'm not toxic. I'm just petty enough to win. Oh my gosh. Toxic. Don't be toxic. I'm petty enough to win. It's a different But no, yo, I don't I don't I don't I, I see both sides, but like that's not but then when I read everything and I found out once again, everything's flipped for me when I found out that like they're no longer together. So that means and the crazy thing is it goes to show you that if, I'm sorry, sorry, quick question for that. That yeah. was like and it cheated his right after he had a baby or something and got a Yes, kid, right? he just got married and had a baby. He just welcomed his first child and the wrong guy married. Yeah, and then she posted man. this. So then, so then that changed everything for me. Because like I said, when I first saw it, I thought that they were together. So I was sitting there and saying, yo, he's in a relationship. That's crazy. But like, he's going to... The crazy thing is, I was on the couch and I said to myself, yo, he's going to find somebody that's going to get with that shit. Yeah, he's, he's going to find somebody who's going to get with that shit. But the thing about it is... When I said I found out that they're not together anymore, I said, "Oh, see, there you go. He it's found not, somebody who was with this shit, it's and he married her. Like, like you're gonna find somebody that's down for that program. Like, there are people, there are relationships like that out there. And I bet you he's not a control freak to her. I bet you he's the person that agree with it and everything like that. Listen, there's somebody for everybody, yo. Some people just don't click together, and that's okay. It's like I, ice cream. <laughs> you just gotta find your flavor, flavor. You gotta keep trying. And my thing, honestly, I think maybe um, now the reverse." Yeah, but I'm saying with with that though, I think sometimes when people have these boundaries, I think a lot of times these people who get mad, they don't take the time to really address why those boundaries exist and deconstruct them. Because I guarantee you, if somebody if I feel like I don't know what he said, it was stated too too plain and straight that I don't think he could like I don't think he's beyond a conversation to be like oh you know why is this that the way I don't think they were like you know. In the relationship, everything's a negotiation in a relationship. It's not even just a negotiation. It's 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 a communication. It's communication. Think, think communi- yeah, communication. communication. It's gotta you gotta be able to allow the other person to have some understanding and you know. And you have to do it early. And there has to be compromises. I, that's the other thing that everybody seems to be messing up. You gotta compromise in some way, shape, or form. It doesn't have to be huge. It, it, sometimes it has to be small, but compromising has to happen in order for it to work. You if you don't want to make it work, then don't compromise. You know what should have got handled early? What should have got handled early? <laughs> Whatever talk Kiki Palmer and her baby dad needed to have. There was no goddamn talk, yo. Nah, <laughs> hold on, hold on. Stop. Every relationship no need a Usher protocol. <laughs> Don't leave, yo. That's the other thing I gotta say. Yo. Leave Usher alone. Leave Usher alone. This is not Usher's fault. Nah, Usher we, is every, doing his that, own. Every relationship story. needs an Usher protocol. Usher is doing his own thing. His residency. He's been doing that. He's gonna continue to do that. It's not Usher's fault. Okay. Matter of fact, Whitney Harlow, the before, model. Wait, wait, wait. Before we get, right, before we get into all, let's got just, it. Go, 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 go. Quick I got story. You, got long it. story short. Kiki Palmer went to a Usher concert. The residency that he's been doing for a year and some change, son. He's been doing it you for almost a year. It? You no, no, I'm just sitting. Nah, it's, not like, it's not like you want to explain it. Yo, shut the fuck up and continue. <laughs> I was God. trying to, but you cut me off. You know, it's kind of the one. Shut the fuck up or continue. Which one? Let me know. You can, you can do both. But go ahead, go. You can, you can, I can't do it at the same time. You can finish and then stop. Whatever one comes first. Let me know which one I should do first. The chicken or the egg? 
What should I do first? Shut up and talk. Okay, chicken. Yeah, I can go. So that's talk or shut up? What the is this? It's a continue. I, they can't see us yet. The recording's not happening. I yet. know. I ain't gonna hold you. I wish I had the camera go on the slap and shut up this nigga. No, 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 no. no yo, I'm not gonna you, you, you would try. That wouldn't happen. Yo, we can't be That's not happening. We can't see some real fights on camera then. No, we can't Yo, turn from JLD live to MMA live. I was thinking, like, yo, we can't be hitting each other on camera. We get the cameras, can we hit each other? Oh yeah, yeah, we, we go, can. You're gonna be like Shaq, you fucking Charles Barkley. They all question our friendship and our validity, man. Shit, like I won't fucking fight you, bitch. We gonna take the full on the camera. Talking, talking, fucking crazy. Like I won't fucking fight you. Nigga, yo. don't get Just stabbed wait. in the neck with a pencil, all right? You will get stabbed. <laughs> Fuck out of here, yo. But not nah, right, I'm sorry. <laughs> Sorry, audience. This is us. Nah, nah, nah. But uh, um, Kiki. Oh, Kiki. She went to the. She went to the Usher concert with her friends. You could tell. I think honestly, you could tell. You could tell it was a girl trip, right? I think it was a girl trip. It looked. I see her there with no dudes. It looked a girl trip to me. Anyway, Usher came over, and what she's known to do, he likes to find you know look, check, seek out certain women in the crowd, you know. And serenade them. Have a nice little concert moment. It's nothing new. Niggas, R&B niggas have been doing this since the dawn of time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Teddy, back. It's true. Teddy Pendergrass was singing the panties off your grandmother. Stop <laughs> this is about the Teddy Pendergrass like that. R.I.P. <laughs> that nigga was singing the girdle off of Gertrude. <laughs> oh my god. Stop it. Stop it. Anyway. <laughs> Stop it. Right? But um, anyway... Apparently, it went. Um, somebody was recording it, and it got on social media, which you know any celebrity knows. There's when there's cameras around, and um, everybody apparently thought it was a good. It was a jolly good time, except for one nigga, and that nigga happened to be Kiki Palmer's baby daddy. Cause I didn't even know that she had a baby daddy before this. So I'm not even gonna hold you. Oh, it was a thing. Ain't but the, <laughs> <laughs> all right. But yeah, it, keep t- keep going. You got it. But um, apparently the. Baby Daddy saw the picture and com- and retweeted it and commented, it's the outfit though, you a mom. And when I say, uh, let's say most black women in 65% of black Twitter lost their collective shit. It wasn't just black Twitter I saw do it. it was, I, I saw universally everybody. I know, but I, that's, I, know, but I say black Twitter because that's where the conversation really lived and died. Okay, all right. Listen, if, like, I, like if, I said, I was gonna let you. I'm gonna let you rock. But right? if it, I'm saying if it wasn't a conversation on Black Twitter, it wouldn't have been a conversation anywhere else. I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you rock. Like I said, okay. But um, yeah. So he didn't like the outfit because she's a mom, and um, he said, "But you're a mom, though." It's the outfit, though. You a mom? That's what you said. Yeah. Oh wow! Because he tweeted this, right? Yeah. He, yeah. And. Now we've had multiple think pieces on it. People have been going off. Uh, um, it's been a very interesting dialogue. A lot of from from a lot of what I've heard, it was like, oh well, she's not married, so she don't owe him. She don't owe him shit. Um, he not the Kiki was saying this, or people were saying people this were on, saying this on Twitter. Right? She wasn't. They weren't. Why is married. Twitter the center of all the fuckery in the world? It's got the most eyes on it, apparently. Twitter is where humanity goes to die, or <laughs> not die, but take a shit, or, or collectively just to lose their minds. Apparently, or so a sense of morality, take or, a shit. or just knowledge, or sense of. Go, can, can Twitter is a pig pen for humanity. 
I don't know what the fuck be going on with people. I can't believe these, some of these people exist, but like, hey, they do. My nigga, they do. <laughs> like, hey. But um, anyway, so as you can as you can understand, most um most situations like this in the never ending war between the genders, there's a lot of sides to it. There's a lot of perspectives. Now, one thing that's not a perspective that's incontrovertible, controversial truth, is that this baby daddy got his ass ripped apart on Twitter. <laughs> that context sounds crazy, but yeah. Now, personally, in my opinion, this and my that's the that's where that's the facts of the situation. And for lack of a better term, I think now they've broken up. Apparently, that's the facts of the situation. Now we're going into the opinion parts on this and perspective based things because I'm sorry. It's all happened within like a day shit, or two, right? Yeah. Okay. All right. That shit was different, and it was a little scary. I'm not gonna lie. Please explain. Well, all right. My thing is, um, you know, we say like, you know, people love to see other people's relationships fall apart, but like, it was just the kind of en- the energy behind hoping to see a family break up was kind of crazy to me. Oh, that's right, because there's a kid involved. Yeah. Why is nobody ever thinking about the kids? But continue, continue. Yeah, but my the energy behind it, and mind you, I don't. And this is one thing I really, I wish women would just tell, let me understand. Like, I think all men will understand, like. So, y'all value marriage when it works for y'all, but when it don't... Like, y'all value relationships when it works for y'all, but when it doesn't work for y'all, then relationship means nothing. Because, let's say it was the baby daddy out there. Mm-hmm. It would be an issue. But because she's not, he's not married to Kiki, he don't got no say-so. I'm wondering, because, like, if that's the case, how come Chance the Rapper, when he was out there again, some shit thrown back on him, a uh, girl throwing it back on him at Carnival, it was a whole issue with his wife. Yeah, wasn't that, like, a couple weeks ago? Not a couple weeks ago, it was a while ago. Like how long is a while? Like a month? A, a good while. I don't know. Like more, way more than a month. Oh yeah, Carnival was a while ago. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Shout out to Carnival. Right. Great times. Uh, unless you. Shout out to the Caribbeans one time. Except, bup, you, bup, bup, bup. except if you married. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> married people can have fun too, Coley. Hey, old girl. Old girl's ass was the last hit Chance the Rapper had. Stop it. <laughs> I Stop love it. my wife and kiss goodbye to your music career. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. I'm sorry. I'll never. I'll never forget this nigga for putting that trash his album on after coloring book. I mean, listen. Fuck Chance the Rapper. That was. Oh, I hate that nigga for that shit. Oh, damn. You're but, cool in my book, Chance. But it's alright. Nah, you was cool in my book to that last album, bitch. Coley just doesn't like you. It's no, cool. I just don't like that last album. <laughs> cool. Coley just doesn't like No, you. I fuck with no, don't play me. I fuck with Chance the Rapper heavily, but that last album wasn't it. No, you sure? You try to convince me, me and yourself. Nigga, I don't gotta convince me, nigga. I know what I fuck I know who I fuck with who I don't. You I, just play acting like it's like I you act like cause I like a nigga, I can't be honest about the motherfucker. Listen, be honest all you want, it's your opinion, bro. Apparently I'm a hater every time I'm honest. Right, who says who? who you who, bitch! Who calls you a hater? Hey, nobody thing. called you a hater over here. Go ahead. Anyway. Hating <laughs> ass bitch. So now it's come, it's come into the conversation of respect and relationships. Boundaries, should they be respected? And where, and at what point in a relationship does, does respect come into it? Because if I'm being honest, I think a lot of only women defending this shit is because it's Kiki Palmer. That's the crazy thing about it. I didn't just see women defend. I saw men defending it too. Hear me out. And I'm not talking about gay men, because I know that's where a lot of people are going to go, the saying like gay men would defend it, but no, not just gay men. I saw like straight men, regular men, men defending the same type of shit. Yeah, and I'm saying this again. If this wasn't Kiki Palmer, I don't think people would have this much energy towards it. 
Because if it was a regular person, I just feel like most people would say, like, yeah, this is wrong and called it a day. But because we don't see Kiki Palmer, we see Akilah and the B, niggas find ways to sit there and act like some of the shit they do is not fucked up. Mmm, that is a good way to put it. I'm sorry, because, like, can you... And it's probably... And it's true. Can you still respect Akilah? Like... Apparently, she forgot how to spell it, I guess. I don't know. U-S-H-E-R-R-A-Y-M-O-N-D. Yo, stop it. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. Stop it. No. <laughs> With that, though, I... Because my thing is, I... I don't think any nigga's gonna sit there and know his girl's going to a concert and have an issue with a nigga serenading her. Right? Okay. And my, mind you, and I'm, I'm sorry, let me just get this out real quick too. Mm. I don't, the problem I have with this nigga is that, and honestly from what I've seen a lot of niggas have, which you're right though, a lot of niggas had a problem with the fact that he didn't address the main issue. He made it about the dress. Yeah, I think the dress was a scapegoat. I think the dress was a way for him to say something about it without being like, I'm mad you hooked up on Usher. Like, bitch, what? It's not Usher's fault, man. No, and the, honest, confessions. No, and the problem is when niggas get mad and then don't say what they mean, it leaves people a way to be intellectually, intellectually dishonest about what you're mad about. Mm-hmm. Because if anybody else, if he sat there and said, oh, damn, it's the dance for me instead of like, you know, you a mom, like the whole dress thing. Because that allowed women to turn it into a whole how dare a man tell me how to dress, how dare a man tell me what to put on my body or what to do with my body, my body, my choice kind of conversation. Uh, so they flipped it. Yes. And okay. I think that's the problem with this whole situation. It's allowing people to have the easier conversation not the real conversation. Mm, okay. Because you know if, if you, as soon as you tell as soon as you tell and I hate, I've never used this word a day of my life but I guess I have to now. When you tell modern women that they can't do something, that's just an invitation to double down and then get into a whole argument. It's a, it's a group think thing. It's a group think thing, and it's and it's and it's not particularly even just modern women. It's just a think. It's a group tank. It's a think tank. Whatever you want to call it. It's like we said it earlier. You social media is a good place to sit there to sit there and be around people who are like minded and stay within that bubble. So yes, there's a lot of people sitting there and thinking that bubble, and it, it seemed like. Excuse me, and it seems like my bad, and it seems like more modern women are doing it, but it's more like the loudest in the room gets the more attention well, because that's, that's it's not because it's nowhere near all women. That's why I say it's modern because I think the level of how much the energy is is more of a modern thing than the previous. And there's a lot of people doing more following than sitting there and leading because there's no one to particularly lead per se. But you know what? I'm cool with everybody being free and all other shit. Like, listen, people died for these type of freedoms. That's fine. The problem that comes in is the fact that we don't got to shit on each other to sit there and have these freedoms and express these freedoms. Disagree? No, not at all. Exactly. So and, and my, my thing is also... You can go I, do what you want. Just don't sit there and you don't got to shit and staff all over people to do it. Like, you don't got to sit there and say like, oh, because I'm riding like this, you should ride like this too. Or somebody thinks differently with you. We can sit there and agree to disagree like we did earlier, even though it doesn't seem like we do ever. But we can, you can agree to disagree on things. It's not... It's not impossible. Absolutely. And I, I think the thing that I kind of... I think, honestly, from what I saw, from like the issue was with for in the, more in the battle of the sexist part of it, mm-hmm. because that's what, it, that's what it usually always devolves into. Right. Is that at what point does respect come into a relationship? When people respect them. No, I'm saying... And I say that to say because a lot... The main... Um, outside of the whole my body, my choice crap, a lot of what this came down to was that, oh, he didn't... 
we're not married, so he doesn't have to he doesn't have to say so like what you do or can't be upset when you do something that clearly is untowards that nigga. And which is why I, this is why I think a lot of niggas had an issue with it is because he if you're gonna first of all, I don't think he was shaming personally. I don't think he shamed her. I think he met the disrespect where the disrespect was presented on social media. Mm. Like every woman loves saying he he was shaming her, but I'm like. Where's the disrespect when she was dancing around? And mind you, the dance ain't the issue for me. It's when she tooted her ass up for Usher and showed the nigga the, the cakes. Like, it was kind of like my nigga, like... Well, the thing that bothered me, she did the 360 spin. What? Did he even tell her to spin? No. Because usually, like, when people Yo, say she did the 360 spin, they dudes are telling them to do that. Brian Davis had a great breakdown for this shit. And I'll Shout out to him, bro. He's fine. I'll give that nigga credit, because literally, if you... um Brian Davis, comedy, great comedian. I fuck with the nigga heavily. If you go back and watch his video, he even broke down like the interaction. Like everything was on Kiki. It was never on Usher. Like Usher moved close. Like Usher might take a step forward. Kiki t- kept took two more steps. Mm-hmm. Usher was trying to like you know do a little two step. Kiki was trying to put. He was entertaining. He was doing his job, bro. Yeah, he was doing his job because he doesn't. Because I <laughs> I went and looked at. Like, um, matter of fact, I didn't even need to search a lot because I saw other people, including women, sitting there and saying they disagree with this and doing it the right way. Because he did it to, um, actually did the same exact thing to Sweetie and, and Minnie um, Harlow. What is her name? Minnie Harlow. Minnie Harlow. Oh, Minnie Harlow. Sorry. Sorry, love. You didn't know what's crazy? The, the thing. And, and you know what they said? They sat there. Sweetie didn't do anything like Kiki did and neither did, um, Minnie Harlow. Yeah. She sat there and sat on her man's lap. And Usher was just like, oh, you know he does that to you. Know he did it to Kim Kardashian, too. She didn't do nothing. Nah, you know what's crazy? And Kim is Kim would do something Bitches like that. got mad at Minnie Harlow because she was like, I'm not fucking with this sat on her man's lap. Wait, they got mad at her for that? They were saying like, oh, I, Wait, we're talking about the same person, right? The yes. person that sat on her man's lap. Yes, they got, nigga. They, they got mad at that? Because some people said like, oh, because what happened to Kiki? Now you trying to do too much and act and, you know, make Kiki look bad. I'm like... You're trying to do too much and make Kiki look bad. Woo! This is the fan shit I'm talking about. People just want to be angry. But the thing is, that's why I said earlier, we're not talking about Kiki Palmer. We're talking about Akila and, and the B. That's why niggas don't want to have an honest conversation. Because, again, where was the whole 360 turnaround and literally toot your ass up and wiggle it in front of a nigga face? Like, to me, that's nothing but disrespect. Mm. Now, mind you, where this, this bitch-ass light-skinned nigga comes in, is if you gonna go take your dumbass social media and make it an issue, make it about what you're really mad about. Because mm. honestly, most people who have common sense and are have some base level of maturity could see what he was really mad about. The problem being, though, is that you allowed the ignorant, dumb motherfuckers who have a point to prove to derail the conversation about the clothes. Right. Because and the thing is, like, much the issue the issue is weird. It's weird because like. They're saying like, oh well, you had no problem with her with taking a picture of her ass naked. I'm like, so all these women can do think pieces on this shit, but can't remember when he was literally when Kiki Power been telling us all this time like she's had self esteem issues. She didn't think she, she, with her body, her face, her acne, whatever. Wait, so, she 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 said all that. Yes, multiple times. Okay, but I don't follow her. I don't either, but it's popped up on my timeline. That being said, though. He was gassing her up, like, really, like, this nigga had a caption where she was, like, her ass got fatter because the baby's like, yo, my son made Kiki fill out, some shit like that. Like, to me, that's, in a relationship, that's your nigga gassing you up, that's what your nigga should do. Right. That's different than you going out half-ass naked and twirling around in front of another, front of another nigga. 
Okay, so this is the thing about the half-ass naked thing. Um, I was having a conversation with a lot of people, my sister, about it. My sister was saying that that's just a regular dress that like a lot of females wear because of the way the body still looks. Get the fuck like that. out of and here! And I was just—I didn't agree with her. I sat there and disagreed, and sat there and said, "Like, yo, she wore that for the attention that it brings." Because she could have wore a dress that didn't have like something see-through in it and everything like that. And I, and I was trying to explain to her that it's not even about the dress; it's just the fact that like she's in a relationship and she's doing that. Like, if, if the situation was reversed and it was, and you know, of all people who sat there and made this point, Ruby Rose. Ruby Rose just said, if I had a show and your man's in the crowd and I dance on him, what are you going to do? Exactly. Crickets. Like, like, this is, it's like, it's, there's a lot of double standard shit going on out here, man. It's, oh, it's clearly. Nuts. It's nuts. Because we can't, bitches can't understand why somebody gets, why, where do you live in a place, we live in a space where side chicks can't come on social media and expose their relationships with side with knowing there's a side chick. Didn't we but talk about this can, with Zion last last episode? Oh, I wasn't even talking about that. But even then, y'all can. No, under, that was the same type of thing, though. Oh no, I'm saying I, I wasn't even thinking about that. But, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. But like, y'all can understand that, but y'all can't understand with some base level of respect is in a relationship. And then y'all wonder why nobody wants to come marry y'all asses or be with y'all asses long term. Why I get passed around and fucked on and never married? Well, these type of people. Well, I'm saying anybody who's defending this shit like that hard and can't see the other side of that shit, this is why y'all niggas will never go nowhere in a relationship. Because I know right. half the bitches sitting there trying to act like this is some okay shit will never do that with their own nigga. Mm-hmm. Like, if... Again, I think men and women value different things from each other. I think to, for men, respect is love a lot of the times. So how you love us is how you show respect to us. I'm not saying like, you know, do what I say, like, take none of shit like that, but like, how you approach a nigga, how you know certain little things with men know shows you respect them. Right. And that's not you being subservient, that's not you bowing down and being scared of this nigga. No. Respect is nothing nothing like that. My question in and is why do people feel like having a healthy relationship is a bad thing? I don't I don't I don't honestly it's don't only understand bad it. to people who don't have one. That's why Or never known one. Or never had a proper example of one. I well, think that's I mean, the problem. Either way, you're still not going to get one if you don't know if you don't whether you don't know or not. You, you can't have your cake and eat it too. How about we sit there and put it you like still, that? You're not going to know. <laughs> you can't. Even if you never had one, you still want. So you still want to know what a healthy one is anyway. If you saw it, my thing is like this is a, a problem with a lot of people nowadays. Mm, nah, I don't think so. Well, I say I say well, not a lot of people de- with these type of people. When I say that, I mean like because when I say, a lot of healthy if you know if here, you know if you my thing is if you've known everything that's not healthy. You can recognize something that's not what you're used to. True. Now, that comes into how much work that person has done for themselves. <laughs> right. Now, if you've done the work on yourself, you know what work, you know what healthy is and you know what healthy looks like. And you know what unhealthy looks like. So, you don't have to know, you don't have to grow with a healthy balance to understand that, okay, maybe how these niggas operate is different from how I was raised. And maybe that's somehow that works. And that that's on the healthy person, if you're healed, to deconstruct why that might work. That's a whole nother, we can hold do a whole nother podcast on that too, about how people's out here fake healed. Stop being fake healed out here, yo. Like, cause if you're healed, people use the word just, healed just, just so, they so they think they have a, people think using the word healed means you have an excuse to trauma dump on somebody, on other people now. Just to let you know, everybody, if you're healed out here, you don't have to sit there and announce that you're healed. Never do. Your actions, your presence, and just your overall demeanor How will you move and say will show it. you're healed. Exactly. You don't got to be like, yo, I'm healed. You ain't got to talk to me. And it's funny, it's funny. You know what I know? A lot of people who say that they're healed, it's always when they're angry that they sit there and say it. 
They'll be like, yo, I'm healed. I don't need this. It's but they're yelling at you. They're angry. They're either angry they're or they're they yelling at you. They're either angry oh, or they got a point to prove. Yeah, exactly. But aggressively are trying to prove it. Either way. Ain't no yeah. hill person going like, yo, can't you tell I'm doing better with life? No. no. Nothing about that sounds healed. Exactly. Pro- I'm hurt. I'm hurt, Cody. Progress, like com- progress like confidence <laughs> is understated and quiet. There's an empty hole in my heart. But yeah, like I'm saying, pro- <laughs> uh, what's it called? Crazy, man. Confidence and in, in progress and healing are quiet and understated. They never have to be said out loud. Very true. Plus, there's a lot of people faking it. Trying to fake it till they make it. Well, nigga, faking it, faking it is going to be loud. You're faking it, but you ain't making it. Same thing. There's a name of the episode. There you go. No, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> you want to stop using cliche ass anyway? What? I put it. I put it to so you like. Not? I put it to you like an orgasm. I please explain that. <laughs> Continue. When she's when a girl's faking an orgasm, you can tell she's having. She's putting twenty on ten with that shit, right? Yes or no? Yes. When it's real, most dudes can't tell, but yes. But I ain't asking. I'm asking you, nigga. I'm asking. Oh, you're you. asking me specifically, nigga. Yes, not have any even women will say, uh, "Look, nigga, I'm not doing this with you right now." No, I misheard I, you, nigga. Was, I'm not doing. It. I'm not doing that whole one percent argument shit with you. You are definitely triggered like a motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't even no, saying that. Nigga, you always that, that shit is funny. You no, gotta I got you triggered. You like gotta find a way to play devil's advocate when I'm not asking you. To. I wasn't about to play devil's advocate. I was like, yo, I, nigga, I heard you. Time, take a shot every time somebody you say devil's advocate. Listen, we can make it a game. We're gonna we're gonna we're kill gonna our go. audience if that's the case. If we're you doing if we're, if we're doing cliches, yo, this whole show. For this whole two hour and a half hour fucking I'm podcast, they're going to die. The time that they're not going to get past episode one. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> I just heard it last oh. week. <laughs> oh, man. No, go on. Oh, damn. What was I saying again? Nothing important. You said it's a bullshit. That's why you can't remember it. <laughs> nah, you're going to be laughing now. I lost my shit. Ah, you'll be all right. Nah, nah, but for real. You were, you were saying. Oh, yeah, orgasm thing. Yeah, yeah that right. weird fucking analogy. No, no, but that, go you'll, you'll get it. Most of the time when you, when a, when you got a girl who's doing like who has a real orgasm, that shit ain't gotta be the whole uh huh yeah harder harder harder. That shit is more some uncontrollable like ooh shit type shit. Yeah, it's like so when in reverse pipes exactly, and mm-hmm. it can and it's never and it does what it's supposed to do. It's never overstated. Whereas when somebody well, it's, it's it, the same thing. It's the same thing for a male orgasm. For a real male orgasm, versus a fake one. Yeah, I'm saying like either yeah. way, either way, when you faking it, you gotta try hard. When you when it's real, you don't have to try that hard. Nope. So again, you don't have to convince. That shit kicks down your door. When you have a real <laughs> orgasm, you ain't gotta convince somebody else you having a real <laughs> orgasm. Your face, your, your whole body's gonna tell that more than you will. Whereas when it's fake, all you gotta do is listen to the words, and the body will tell you the other side of it. Yeah, it's a feeling. You gotta let it flow. Exactly. So to me, faking is put on a show. Fake orgasms, you gotta put on a show with it. You gotta play it up to make it seem like somebody did something. Whereas a real orgasm, you ain't gotta play it up because them niggas know they did something. Right. Very true. Same thing with this. And mind you, the saddest part about this shit is, I really feel like Kiki kind of Kiki kind of played it to the social media games and let them break up her family because 
The same nigga who is like, oh, he because mind you, this nigga says something about Keith Palmer. This nigga became a bum overnight. They done dug up old tweets for no reason. Like, listen, man, I'm about to listen before you get before we sit there and blow up like that, Coley. Delete all your tweets so people can't come back to us and fucking take our empire down. Good. Nah, good luck with that. I'm good. We don't need to tweet. You say it in real time. Anything I tweet is gonna come back looking funny as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you mean anything you say? Yeah, no, anything I tweet, anything I tweet is gonna come back looking funny as fuck in twenty years. <laughs> I, I bet it is, bro. I bet it is. But no, like I just, I feel like I just feel bad, like that. It feels like social media broke up a family because of trying to be right rather than trying to understand the other side. Exactly. You know who is wrong for it? The friend. I mean, not the friend. The child. The child. The child is gonna suffer the most out of this. Because now you got this function. Because did you also see the aftermath of it? I saw that Kiki said, like, I'm going to act like I'm single until I'm married. And the amount of people that I saw in the comments agreeing with her was staggering. Y'all going to be single forever if y'all act like that, by the way. And my thing is, you know, it's funny. Like, people kept saying, like, oh, why should she get with him? Why she could, Why couldn't she get on somebody at her level? Like, you realize how long Kiki Palmer has been famous, right? So she's been how, how old? Okay, was so, she so a, long, a long time since, she, since childhood. Okay, cool. So a long time, right? Right since childhood. Okay, so a long time, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so if she could find somebody in the industry on her level, you think she wouldn't have? She would have by now. It's tricky, but yeah, but that there's levels. There's people like that on even smaller levels, man. No, well, like, I, I know, I, I know, but I say this for a specific reason. I say this for specifically for this. All right, so then, go ahead. there's a reason why she didn't get with nobody who people would consider on her level because nine times ten she knows these people. She's seen them operate. Right. So something about those niggas on her level don't work for her. That's why she found the nigga she found who had to, she had to be with. But then again, we can sit there and st- the, it, we can't even just put that on Kiki. Per se. No, because, I'm, I'm no, not, no, 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 no. Follow me, follow me, follow me, follow me, follow me. Because, because, because we've seen people even bigger than Kiki do the same thing. Hence, Nicki Minaj. Hence, like, a Megan Good. Hence, um, who, who was the other lady? Um, that just, dang, and she's complaining about thing. Um, nah, Shakira, Megan, Shakira. Megan Good was Shakira. Pretty much, Megan Good was on her level. The, the, the pastor? He wasn't famous, bro. He wasn't. He wasn't sp- famous, but that nigga was in the Hollywood industry. He was a producer. He had money. He put. He had his own. Okay, family. fine. Take him. Take take. That's take what I'm saying. Good out. That's what I'm saying. Good like, out. And you can put. You can put. But that's what I'm saying. Like on her level, me not saying fame wise, but just as far as industry, like what they do. Then we can put um, Katy Perry in there too. Because Katy Perry got with a got. She got with some celebrities, but she also got with people that weren't on her level. Per se, like there is levels to this. Nigga, ain't she married to Orlando Bloom? Now she is. I'm talking about in the past. I'm not saying like their current relationship. Well, I'm not. I'm, well, my thing is, I'm saying I'm not that to say about nobody who's married right now. Yeah, no, but I'm saying that there, there, there are plenty of other. Like I said we can't just put that on Kiki. No, per no, se, I'm not saying. Thing. I'm not saying it is on her. I'm but not people were acting like it's specifically just a Kiki thing. No, I'm it, saying it's, it's never. It never has been. This is more. This is not just a Kiki thing. It's which, going on. Which is it's, what? Which is what I'm saying. Nick, yeah. you ain't had to say this. I never. No, you didn't say it. I said the people in the comments that I was saying was saying that. Yeah, and this is a this is a situation that any woman who is a prominence like this has to deal with, no matter what, who she is or what industry. She's oh, in. and it's also because I was saying that that happens on even smaller levels than Kiki, and saying that because you were saying because of like her fame level and everything and where she's at in the industry that is that that 
because of that, it was hard for her to sit there and find somebody. But I'm like, yo, that shit happens on even smaller. Oh, no, no, there I, are doctors no, right now no, and lawyers no, no, and was, therapists no, no, who can't just, find this, people this on their thing, level. I'm not saying about finding anybody. I'm not saying that. This is why I, I, this is why I made this specific for inference for a reason. Right. Because it's not about finding. It's about choosing, right? That too. And so yes. what she, gave, she found a lot of niggas. She, I think she's dated a couple people in the industry, but it didn't work out for her. So the nigga you chose to have a kid with is not a nigga you, that's not worth the respect. I think that's a weird flex. Mm-hmm. Because now it's like, oh, I'm single till I'm married. Cool. But then why have a baby with this nigga? Why do all this? Yeah, that was the part that didn't make sense to me. Maybe she just wanted to secure. Like, yeah, you, Yo, you, you but, give me now. You give me. Yeah, no, no. The thing, because that, that goes back to what I saw in the comments. Because do you think that people are priding themselves over being a baby mama or baby daddy over being married and being having families like traditional families you know what, you know what i'll say this i think it became that now mm-hmm. because he's a demonized something you can never get yourself wait say that again it became like what you said like mm-hmm. people prioritize being a baby mother now right right well i and i was, it was like it's like a double down effect because when you know you were never, when you know based on your decisions or whatever, you were never going to qualify to be somebody's wife, it's easy to gas up the only thing you can be now, which is a baby mother. Mm, or a baby daddy. I don't think baby daddy culture is glorified like that. I don't think it is. I don't know if it is, but I can see somebody sitting there and saying that dumb shit, so like, let's just... Yeah, but on the same level of baby, as a baby mother, I don't think it's the same at right. all. Look, at, honestly, the differences show you this right here. Because let's be real, name and let any man, any group of men, shame a woman for being at home with her son while her significant other was out there doing dumb shit like this, showing their ass to the world. It'd be a whole different conversation, right? Yeah, it'd be a whole different conversation. But like I said, so that's look, why I say, look at I, what happened with Chance, though. That's why I say, I yeah, because Chance, I think, has a kid with his wife. I think they have a kid together. I, think, uh, I, I believe they do. Yeah, so, so let's put it for the sake of the argument. Let's just put them in there. That's what I'm Discussion, saying. Discussion, not argument. Mama, what I argue. Baby yeah. mama culture is much more prevalent than baby daddy culture. Right, it's not. As far as how many baby daddies are out there, that's one thing. But as far as baby mama culture, it's a whole different thing. Yeah, but when it comes to baby mama culture, the shit that's crazy about it too is the fact that like people don't recognize the fact that like People's relationships go like this. People talk, and we could save this for like a whole other yeah. podcast, but people got to understand that communication is key. Back to what we said before. Communication is key, and putting together is what really matters at the end of the day. Because if y'all don't communicate and shit like that, you get situations like Kiki, you get situations like Jonah Hill, versus people who've been married. Actually, you know the funny thing thing. between the two? Right. Jonah shows what happens when you put your boundaries out there in the forefront. It saves you a lot of trouble. Kiki and her boyfriend, I don't know if they didn't have that conversation because I feel like he wouldn't be that mad if they They didn't because there wouldn't be, he wouldn't be doing that shit if they did. And she wouldn't be acting that, oh, I'm single until I'm married thing unless they did. There would it's shows on both sides. Of they, they, was, how do you plan to get married if you should never show a nigga qualities of a wife? Listen, bro, I, saying, we don't we don't know that. But we, I'm not but, saying do wife duties. But if you can't show me you worth being a wife, why, why would I make you one? Well, we don't know that. <laughs> we don't know that. But we do know that there was definitely wasn't a conversation because you could tell there wasn't a conversation. What I do know from is outside looking in, keep your relationships off social media unless you're going to actually stop a, publicly posting nigga, your can bullshit. I my point, goddammit. Go ahead, say it. If you're not going to address the situation head on. Don't go to social media. Stop posting your public bullshit. For real, for real. 
I agree. Stop posting your bullshit, yo. And also, stop fighting the battery. Stop fighting the battery. Because when battery, I say the battery, the battery of life. I'm talking about the battery of the iPad because the battery is winning right now. Stop it. The battery, <laughs> the battery. Stop fighting the battery of life. The battery has won. The battery has won. Stop it. Now look, the they, battery has one percent. Nah, nah, but, but it's all good though. We are, we're good with the show. Shout out to everybody who pressed play. Thank you for. Listening, once again, it's another episode. Thank you for being consistent. Thank you for being there for us. Shout out to all of our sponsorships. Shout out to Amazon Backstage. Shout out to Anchor. Shout out to Spotify. Keep sending those checks. It's great. And shout out to you, Dynasty, the listeners. Shout out to everybody out there. This is Kizzy Kid, the Boss Dawn. CJ Ruffin, we the voice. And you know they want the voices. We out. J-O-D.